Peace and greeting from the sound of the rising sun. This is your boy, Monquay. And this is Stefan. We back at it with uh, episode 45. Damn, 45. Well, that's five from 50. <laughs> yep, yep. Damn, man. I-, I couldn't even remember today when I was, you know, doing the thing. I couldn't even remember when we originated this shit, dude. Like, I don't even, I couldn't even remember, man. It's, it's like, I feel like we're just getting in such a flow. Like, I don't even know, man. It's, I don't know. Something, something is up. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was last year or 2018. Like, that shit was fucking odd, dog. I was sitting there scratching my head. And yeah. It's just like, I guess we're rolling it out. Yeah. I, I, it feels like it was longer than last year. You know? It do. Um, I mean, you know, because just of how every, how, like, time is moving right now. But, yeah, we started, we started last April, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez, man, like, but we, we really been doing this for, for a minute, man. Yeah, we. I mean, we were, we were talking about starting it at the beginning of uh, last year, though. But it took us some. It took us a while to actually start recording. Yeah, you know, but we, you know, we've been we've been having these different discussions and stuff. But I, th- I think the best discussions we had was when we were back in school. To be real, you know, like, yeah, I think that's what sparked all this. You know, and now we're giving we're giving people the, a taste of just how how we view things. But you know, I, we got a lot to talk about. Um, it's just you know, first, I mean, I guess I'll just give an update. You know, you know, the last week and a half or so for me, same thing. Uh, you know, same thing. We got this mask requirement. The uh, Roy Cooper in North Carolina, Governor Roy Cooper has his mask mandate that basically. If nobody knows about this, basically, um, you have to wear masks or face coverings um, when you go out or whatever. Um, and, yeah, basically, we've been having having to deal with another layer of, I guess, propaganda, you know? Um, for me, I've been in the hospital, you know, I will say, like I predicted before, we do have the highest number of cases that the last, when I left last um last time I worked. Um, but I, I, later in the episode, I'll get to why we have the highest number of cases. So, yeah, I've been back on my grind, basically working two days on, two days off. That's why my schedule is kind of weird for the next week. So, um, just back on my grind, and I'll get a break at the end of next week. Uh, so, you know, just going to be grinding out. True, true. Yeah, for me, it's just been uh, more of the same, just still working from home and uh last week we we had a a month in week so it, it was on the busier side but this week is more laid back and uh we had the three-day weekend last week so i was just um just chilling you know inside and whatnot and uh yeah man it's just a lot been going on you know in terms of media pop culture and stuff so we can we can tackle several different things. First thing that comes to mind is the that monumental deal that Mahomes just signed. Like that's like the biggest deal in sports history, if I'm not mistaken. He signed a two a 10 year 450 plus million dollar deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um I remember when <clears throat> I remember when he he uh, he got drafted what was like 3 years ago. And um, he was uh, he was starting he was uh, coming off the bench. Well, he was the bench warmer behind Alex Smith, and we saw how 
Wait, was it? Yeah, it was Alex Smith, right? Yeah, Alex Smith, and then Alex Smith left, and then he, yep. he took the starting job, and within like a year's time, he became an MVP, and then after that, he went on and um, won the Super Bowl, and yeah, a 10-year, $450-plus million contract, never been seen before in sports history, so... I said we're we're on a, we're in unprecedented times, not only in just like, you know, what's going on with uh the health healthcare, but also within sports right now. Wanted to get your your takes on that first. I mean, you know, from what I ain't I haven't read the contract details. Um you know, from on the surface level, it sounds amazing, honestly. Five hundred mil um to a um color quarterback that I think is the most he is physically I think he he is the second most talented quarterback in the league behind a healthy Cam Newton um, when it comes to skill when it comes to overall skill um, so I think that that's well deserving um, but you got to look at like I mean of course like this guy that's the same guy that you know he, he's confused he has a black father he has a uh, white wife um, if you really look Research Patrick Mahomes and his thoughts on him on his on him he basically himself and his own people. He goes against his own self. So I think the reason he was a perfect candidate for them to give five hundred million dollars to. I'm, I'm not gonna like I said. It's, I, I I look at it both ways. I do like the fact that um you know this sets a precedent for I guess um colored quarterbacks to um get paid, I guess. But like I said, like, you know, I think it's deeper than that. Like Patrick Mahomes was, uh, he was uh, initially against black lives matter. He was for, um, all, all blue lives matter initially. Oh, wow. Like his, <laughs> yeah. Like, so like, yeah, he, he, yeah, he perfect. So, he's a, he's a proud boy, you know? Yes. So soon people will understand why, like they chose him to get the 500 mil. This, this still ain't it. It still ain't it. It still ain't it. He got 500 mil while, Cam Newton, a former MVP, um, got the league league minimum, even though he came off an injury. But we all know a healthy Cam Newton, which we're going to soon see right. if it comes back. A healthy we, Cam Newton is the best quarterback in the league. We got to We got. Yeah, we. I'm glad that you brought that up because we definitely need to talk about that. That is blatant disrespect. What New England did with that deal, I get it that the deal is heavy incentivized. So if Cam Newton turns out to be the Cam Newton of old that we know him to be, he will get paid a lot more than what they're offering. But he's coming off of an injury. Cam has realistically been injured for the past couple seasons. Three, he's, three years, he's, I think. Other than Andrew Luck, who um, retired, Cam has been the quarterback that's taken the most hits since entering the league. He got drafted in 2011. So think about that, and you go look at some of his plays. You know, I mean, some of it is his fault because, you know, he's a showboat type of player. He'll, he'll do some dumb shit, like he'll dive into the end zone and get rocked twice and land on his feet and still, you know, dance right after him like it's nothing, you know, because he's, he's a fucking freak of nature in terms of quarterback and stuff. But over time, it's wore him down. I mean, I mean, we all saw this was going to come for him like he – he keep he continued to uh, take a lot of hits and stuff, and some of it's not his fault because uh, Carolina's offensive line has been garbage for a long time, you know. But Cam's ability to get outside the pocket helped to um, to overcome that at times. But we saw at times he blatantly would get hit, he would get targeted 
with uh helmet to helmet hits and the referee and referees wouldn't call anything on it. And that's and that's my concern. I agree, I agree a little bit with what you said, but I don't think it, even with them showboating, I don't even think that's what caused injuries. I think it was two things. I think it was the racial biases by the referees in the NFL when it comes to black quarterbacks. I mean, we already know this. Like we all this shit has been proven even all the way back to Michael Vick. Like we already know that they're less likely to call penalties on mobile quarterbacks because it's racial biases. That's, that's, that's bigger than football. I think that they feel like they, that we can take more punishment or some type of shit. While you have somebody like Tom Brady, you can't touch him. No. Um, and, and, and this is why I don't really like, I mean, I'm glad that they kind of shut it down. I'm not even like, man, you know me, I love sports, man. Like I, I'm a die hard, but I'm conscious too. And I understand that, a lot of this shit is a script. It's a movie script. It's planned out. Like, I seen one thing today where uh, the Arizona coach, I think, was it Kiff Clingsbury, who was um, Patrick Mahomes' coach in uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. Like, 2018 or 2017, he said something like he would be the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history. And people were sharing that shit today like it was like it was a jewel. But I'm like, nigga, they follow a script. Like, they, they already know what the fuck is about to happen. I'm going to tell you right now, if, if if the shit comes back, Mahomes is going to have just as many rings as Tom Brady. Like, period. Like, this is, he's about, they're setting him up to be the new space of the league. Him, along with, um him, along with Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, when he comes out, Russell Wilson, it's going to be, you know, a handful of people that's going to be coming coming back and forth, but they're trying to make Mahomes the new, uh, the new face of the league. And I can break this all the way back down, man. It, they've been playing hella rituals on us. This is why the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, the indigenous mascot, not the derogatory mascot, which is the Redskins, the Chiefs, which is actually has a, a prideful meaning behind it. This is why they started the season off with them getting this fucking championship in the 150th year or, or whatever. It was an anniversary year in the NFL. Like, this is why they popped the year off with that shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it all it all has to do with us. Like, it all has to do with us on every level. You know, it's just... You got to get into the numbers of it, you know, if you... Uh, yeah, if just, yeah, yeah got to get behind the numbers of it. Like you said, it's the uh, an anniversary year. It's the 100th season, right? The 100th season. I, I think it was 100th. Or I, I said 150. I think that was college football. Yeah. Um, But, but let, let me let me actually answer the question, though, one more time, because I kind of went off on a, on a tangent. Um. So with the Cam Newton situation, I, I still feel like that's bullshit for them to give him that type of contract. Fucking incentivizing the contract. We all know it's bullshit because we know Cam Newton, yeah, he's been hurt. But the reason why he was hurt is because of the lack of... Literally, how the fuck, like... How could Richardson allow this shit to happen to this? this like, Cam is literally, like, a phenom. Like, how can he allow this to happen to where he don't... He can't protect his quarterback. Or he it, 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 I mean, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense, and it's a lot. Not not only with Richardson, but you gotta look at like the play calling and stuff. How they how they used uh, Newton, you know? Because at first, when he came straight out of Auburn, you know, um, there was a lot of people doubting that he should have even went number one in the draft. But clearly, Boy. but clearly, if you because his skill set didn't fit what the prototypical quarterback was in, in the NFL. Um, but if you look at him in college, which I looked at him in college, he was unstoppable and it was clear that he was the best player in the draft by a long miles. And he showed that immediately in his first couple games, he threw for over 400 yards and back to back his first two games in the league. One of those games was against 
one of the greats in uh, Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers said he was even surprised at how well he played. He was like, you know, I'm glad I played him early because, you know, I'm paraphrasing because when he gets when he gets used to this, look out. And mm-hmm. we saw what we saw what his peak was in um, in 2015, what he was able to do when he put everything together. But what did they do after that? They real they dialed it back. So they try to make him they they try to make him conform into a um a prototypical, you know, stay in the pocket quarterback, and that's not who he is. So he took more hits. He he and those hits started to add up and coming with those uh those dirty hits that the refs just turned and looked the other way at, it all came back to where we're at now. So with him leaving the organization, he clearly didn't want to leave Carolina, but they did him dirty. So guess who picked him up and guess who who's about to get possibly can take can make Cam a Super Bowl champion. None other than Bill Belichick. It's about to get nasty. None other it's than Bill Belichick. None other than Bill Belichick. Belichick knows all these motherfucking analysts talk crazy about him, but Belichick sees that this dude is clearly a god and he can lead a team to a Super Bowl. Like I don't Four Marines. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's clear as day. It's clear as day. And like you said, Richardson, man, I don't understand how you can have a, a, a franchise, a generational talent. Like, I think he's a generational type of talent like that. And yeah. allow him to take as many hits as he took over the course of his career. It's just, um, it's ridiculous. And now people don't believe that it's a script, but I don't give a fuck what other people believe. That shit is a script. I'm going to put it like this. For example, I'm going to use Cam Newton. I believe he won a state champion as a quarterback in high school. He won a division one champion as a backup quarterback with Florida. People forget that. Yeah. Won the Ju- Juco national championship. And I actually, he actually played against my cousin. I like, uh, that played for, um, Fort Scott. He played for Blinn. He won a Juco national championship after he got kicked out of Florida. Then he won a national championship his first year in college football. Then he wins the MVP and makes it to the Super Bowl. And, all of a sudden, he can't fucking play. And everybody, this is the fuck. yeah, everybody talks about he didn't go for the ball in the Super Bowl. It's it's a they, script at the end of the day. It's just, it wasn't it's meant a script for him to win. What's that, about to happen? Yeah, it wasn't meant for him to win that Super Bowl. It was meant for Peyton because Peyton was on the way out, so they had to get him another ring. They couldn't let his little brother, you know, the one that might be autistic, um, have more <laughs> have more uh, Super Bowl rings than him. And by, by by the way, uh, that performance by Peyton Manning was the worst quarterback performance in uh, Super Bowl history. I think it was worse than Rex Grossman's performance against Peyton Manning um, when Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with the Colts. I think in two thousand six. Uh, I was thinking two thousand eight, but that might have been. It's one of those years. Yeah. I don't remember, bro. I don't remember. You know, I mean, I, I can look it up, but I used to know all that shit like the back of my hand. But I don't. But it, yeah, it ain't even. I what, think it's so. I mean, that's what we we talked about that when it after the game and everything. Um, we talked about that. I remember, and we was like, you know, I know you were saying, like, you know, it just wasn't meant for him to win at this time. He's going to win eventually. You know, even mm-hmm. in our group chat, that's what people, we were saying, you know, it just wasn't his time, but he's going to win eventually because people were like, why are they playing like this? Like, they were dominating every team this season. Every team. But they're playing scared. They played like they were scared or some shit. I was like, bruh. I know it, it seemed like Denver knew the play calls. Yeah, it seems like Denver knew they play call. Like it just didn't look right. It's a script for. I mean, you know, it's got a. It's just a script. He's about to at least get a ring with the Patriots. They had to set it up for this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it sucks for people to. I mean, you got to look at look at it like this. 
I was a damn good athlete, but I'm not no fucking NFL player. You got to understand that these NFL players literally have control over their bodies. They have control over all this shit. They've been doing this shit since they was teens. So they can they can script this shit if they want to. They could. They could script this shit if they really wanted to. You crazy if you don't think they if you don't think they they can't. All these motherfuckers do is sit around and play football, basketball, whatever. That's all they do. I mean, that's all they. Do. I mean, look at uh. Let, let's go go back to uh the Redskins. What twenty twelve playoff game? RG three. He got he clearly got injured. What did the coach do? Put him right back in the game. And what happened? Right. Boom. Season ended. Done. Season ending injury. He hasn't been the same ever since. Career done. He hasn't been the same. He's a backup. You know, he's still in the league, but he's just not the same player he once was. And you can't tell me that that's not a script or something like it. I mean, like, who what coach with sense will put your supposed to be franchise quarterback? Into a if he if he clearly injured, why would you send him right back out on the field? Like it makes no no sense whatsoever, you know. So it's clearly a script going on, and um, you know, Belichick sees what everybody else sees that Cam Newton is still a a top tier quarterback in the league, and with a coach of Bill Belichick's level, Cam can easily wow. win a Super Bowl. He's a way better coach than Rivera. So he can easily win a Super Bowl with Cam. He's going to protect his quarterback. And he's going to use, he's going to let Cam be Cam in a sense. He's not going to try to make him conform to what the standards of a quarterback should be. You know, so this is the guy that uh, signed uh, Tim Tebow at one point. So he's open, Mm -hmm. he's open minded in terms of different types of play styles and stuff. So let me add this, Um, you know, is it just coincidence that we have all these minority slash colored slash whatever you want to call them quarterbacks that come in the league their first year or two and they literally break all records? Kaepernick, RG3, uh, Cam Newton. Now, now we're looking at um Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, you can put Patrick Mahomes up in there. Yeah. You know, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is a little bit different, but let's just use, let's take Patrick Mahomes out of the equation. Let's talk about the other ones that I talked about. Yeah, because Mahomes, he was sitting his first year. He was sitting his first year, and we already know he's a little bit different than the other ones that I named. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. How is, is, it, is it just coincidence that these players literally come in the league and give us some crazy shit their first year, and then all of a sudden they just are out of the league? Like, I mean, yeah, pa- all yeah. of them just... It's a, all of them just are they they are succumb to injury. Yeah, I mean if the injuries are true, then there's something up with that. Like nigga, y'all motherfuckers are negligent with your your phenoms. Like it's racial bias, I think. I, I definitely Period. definitely. Now let me ask you this: since you just mentioned his name, what do you think is going to happen with Lamar? Because he he set the ball the the ceiling so high for himself this past season. You know, winning this the um. MVP, and I, you remember when he got drafted and, and, and like, 29 teams passed on him, and he was, like, at the mm-hmm. end of the first round? I remember that, and I was in a group chat. I was like, yeah, I was like, bro, he's going to go crazy in the NFL, bro, because it's like all yeah. these teams doubted him. Like, they did not see him in Louisville be a fucking god for the past couple of seasons, but they think he can't be a quarterback. And he showed everybody wrong. You know, he proved everybody wrong. It was clear from day one. Uh, Harbaugh knew that Joe Flacco was going to take a seat to to um, Lamar. It just didn't happen automatically. 
you know, the first season Flacco was still playing, you know, until he got hurt. And then who took it over? Lamar. He lost the playoff game. Okay. But second season, you know, Flacco's back. He competing with Lamar, but you know who gets the start? Lamar. Because it's obvious Lamar had all the fucking talent and Flacco was on his way uh, either to another team or out of the league. So Lamar takes over and what does he do? He fucking dominates. You want to know why? Because Harbo let Lamar be Lamar. They catered the mm-hmm. offense around him. So he played at this high level. He won MVP. Yeah, they lost in the playoffs. To the Titans. Come on, bro. Like, we all know that was some bullshit. Some bullshit. I watched the game. But let's see, let's see what they do with him this upcoming season. Let's see if they try to make him conform to more of a, a pocket quarterback. I have a feeling that's what they're going to make him try to be, which is what he's not. He's not that type of quarterback. Clearly, he's not. You know, so we'll, well, let's see. But what what do you think his, his career is going to go from here? Since he's he's already I'm, won the MVP in like his second season, like it's crazy. I'm glad I'm glad you brought up Flacco, um, because in my opinion, this is what I'm on. This this is going you know this is going to probably sound crazy a little bit, but what I think happened. See, I'm gonna go back go back farther. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give the Kaepernick situation a positive. Cause I, I'm I'm I disagree with the Kaepernick situation, you know, because he's just playing the fuck out of everybody who thinks he's a real matriarch. He's not. He's far from that. But one positive from that Kaepernick situation, when the real people that was protesting is us, is uh, quote unquote African Americans. We were the ones who really were. I didn't shit. We didn't watch NFL for like two damn seasons or something like that. Like like overnight, like we just boycotted that shit. Um. And I think what they re- what, what really happened was with the Kaepernick situation, you know, the number one viewer of all sports is the African-American, quote-unquote African-Americans. And what happened with the Kaepernick situation was the NFL lost, I think, so much fucking money before before the, kneeling, before the uh, Nike deal and all that shit. Even with that shit, they were still losing so much money because of the the loss in viewership, because of the fact that everybody's becoming more aware that it's a script and that it's horse shit. And it could it can be better. It can be transparent. I think what happened was they realized I think they lost a big demographic. They lost the African American quote unquote African American demographic when it comes to watching the games. So what I think that they did was they have to make this game, they have to like basically get rid of the bullshit. So what you're about to see is it's about the like the script. I think either the script is going to be minimized or it's going to get back to real football. So I don't think they're going to make them do pocket passing. I think what we're going to really see is it's going to be a level playing field because they start to realize it's, it's more money in letting these quarterbacks do what they got to do. And you're going to get the viewership back. Cam Newton going to the Patriots. Watch out. I'm going to watch a game. Just to, I'm going to watch at least one game to see how the fuck he do if the, if the shit come back. Yeah, like they know what they're doing. See, the media try to tell you that we don't matter, but no, we are the only thing that matters. The quote unquote African American nigga, we like we the only ones that really matter, dog. I mean, like we we are culture, you know. We they look at what we do, we, like they look at what we do and how we move. We gauge how what they want to do next. The life would be boring if we didn't have a presence in it, you know. If we didn't bring provide the entertainment, you know, provide these uh, these talents, these un these otherworldly type of talents, you know, we, we provide that. And, and, and in return, we, uh, you know, we get compensated for it. some of us. Well, some of us not as well, but, um, we provide that and 
and provide joy to everybody with showing, that's, that's showcasing true. these talents. So for them to not let us do that is going to end up hurting their pockets at the end of the day because people want to see us be us at the end of the day, you know, instead of trying to conform to what they think we should be. I think this past year kind of proved that because I think this past year they kind of let they let the uh, I mean it was still a script but they let the rings go. Yeah. They let the rings go. You know what I mean? And I think this past year was probably one of the best years that they ever had when it comes to net profit. And I think they realized we can no longer just live off of racial bullshit. Like I mean we got to like I mean like I think financially the racism financially was hurting the NFL. That's how bad the racism on on that level was, and I feel like they realized at this point with it with with the shit shifting every with everything shifting with the viewership falling, with people becoming more aware, they have to make this like our league in a way because what's going to happen here also what people ain't talking about is once they start paying college football players, I've already said this shit before. It's going to be more leagues. They're going to have more competition, and more competition is better for the consumer. And they know this, all this shit, they know all this shit. They know it's, and by 2024, the, uh, college football is in, in itself is going to be like its own fucking league. They are, like, it's, it's, it's college football programs that make more than, than actual NFL teams. Like, it's literally this, if you look at it, it's, it's hand in hand, in my opinion. It's just two different leagues. And I think they realize they're going to have real competition on the horizon as well. But they're only, they're, you know, this league is still operating and they're, they're trying to do power moves. Basically they're trying to pull these power moves because they're going to have competition that they never had before. And the competition is going to allow it to be fair in a, in a way. And I think in a way that Patrick Mahomes, that, that set a precedent, that set a real good precedent. Cause if you pay him 500 mil, but what if Cam Newton wins the MVP this year? Come back. What if he wins I, I, think, MVP? I think he can win comeback player of the year. But I think he's come back. Great... I mean, I'm, I'm just, I, I, think, I think he can too. I, I think he, when he I think when he comes back, he's gonna be better than what he was before. But I'm just saying, like, what that what this Mahomes president said was now they ain't they don't have an excuse. They don't have an excuse. Say, for example, this year, Russell Wilson or or say Russell say say Russell Wilson this year wins the Super Bowl and we re-sign him. Um we can't re-sign him 50 mil. <laughs> he's getting he's getting a couple hundred mil for sure. He has to get he, he has, has to. to get it. So it's great. Has it's to great at this for these point. quarterbacks because right now people are looking at Dak Prescott. They like damn. They like Jerry gonna have to cut the check now for Dak. Um, at least two hundred. Yeah, at least two hundred. I mean, Dak, Dak has, I mean, Dak hasn't won anything, sure, but Dak has played above average every year since being in the league. He's shown that he can be a starting quarterback and lead the team. So. Uh, Go ahead. Dak Prescott is like him. a. Uh, he's in my opinion. He's like a damn. He he reminds me of Mahomes, just more mobile, mm. with a little with a little bit weaker arm. But you got to think when I say weaker arm, you got to understand Mahomes. He has the, the he has the strongest arm. We probably I mean this shit is that's yeah, on another yeah, level. Yeah, and yeah, he's extremely talented. Like um, seeing just footage of him doing different things, like. He, you know, he played different sports. You know, there's that video of him. I'm pretty sure you seen him balling, and he was just yeah. crossing niggas up and shit. They not gonna let him do that no more though. But yeah, you know, he he's he was a, a, a good baseball player. Yeah, really good like baseball player. So this is a guy that's just like talented, just at pretty much anything. He it seems like he can do. 
You know, so uh, Mahomes is, a, again, he's a generational talent. So I can see why Kansas City was like, you know, we need to lock him in for the long term. But um, I don't know if he's going to be able to – I mean, I don't know how anybody could live up to a deal like that, though. You know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, pressure. I can see him winning another one one or two more in that time. I don't, but the NFL is so unpredictable in that way. Like, it's, it's hard. It's not like basketball with niggas just – you know, repeating, it's not going to happen in the NFL, you know. I think he can win. A, I, I can see him winning a couple more, but, it, I, you know, that that's hard, bro. That's a lot of pressure to live up to, you know. Um, but it seems like he's the, t- the type of per- player that he's the perfect type of player to, to, to do that, you know, because I've seen certain games where he's, his team is down and, you know, he – He's not no, he's not a bitch or anything. You know, he leads the team. He doesn't give up. He doesn't seem like a quitter or nothing. You know, seeing his, you know, how he hypes the team up. Like he seems like a leader in the locker room and on the field, which is great. Um, I'm looking at this deal, like according to CBSSports.com, they're saying that he got $140 million guaranteed. That's still insane. Yeah. It's forty percent more. Yeah, it's forty percent more than any guarantee than the highest previous one. Yeah, that that's crazy. One hundred and forty mil guarantee, so he can pull. You know, he start taking hits. You know, he can pull Andrew Luck and retire by thirty, and he good. Like, you know. So I think I think that's why they've always been hard on on actually paying NFL players because it's mostly like it's mostly minority and it's more minority and. I think I call bullshit when they say it's more players so they can't pay him as much. As we just see with Patrick Mahomes getting a $500 million contract. Bro, of course they got all that fucking money, bro. Like, they they, like, they just This is fucking, our sport. They, it's the past time. Yeah, they just greedy as fuck. They just greedy at the end of the day. But, you know. And it just so happens the highest demographic of our people is in this sport. And it's the most violent sport. Yeah. It's the literal, it's the literal gladiator, gladiator sport. So, of course, goddamn uh, Esau ain't going to give a fuck about you. But we it's changing. It's changing. We all we've been playing football, basketball, and baseball before these motherfuckers were even on the planet. They don't want to tell you that. These sports have been around. This is why we love this shit like this. Football has been around, dog. Like we've been playing football forever, dog. Yeah. Types of football forever. Like we've been playing lacrosse, all that shit. Look at the ancient Indians. Look at what they were doing. They originated all this shit. Basketball. Now, it's one of the reasons why we that good at this shit. And one of the reasons why we, a lot of our historians know the stats like that. Yeah. Like, like, like you know. I, I, just, but, I wanted to, uh, to, to bring this up when you were talking about the script. It's, it's interesting that we, we bring that up. And I see this, uh, you know, Colin Cowherd, you know, he's always very opinionated. He said something really interesting like a day ago. He said that, um, and I'm paraphrasing that over the next five years, you got players like Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Luka, Harden, Zion. Out of all those players, he's choosing Zion out of all of them. And I'm looking at the comments and people like, you know, terrible garbage, you know, why the fuck, you know, Zion rookie, like why the fuck you take Zion over Kawhi? It's because, like you said before, with the Arizona coach, he knows. He yeah. knows that Zion, like I know that Zion is. Like you've seen 
I think I showed you his highlights. I, I showed you his highlights when he was in uh, high school, how he was dominating, and people were saying he ain't going to be able to do that in college. He destroyed in college. What did he do in the NBA? First possession, tomahawk slam. Like, I mean... This motherfucker was moving Rudy Gobert around like he was a, a, a schoolboy, dog. Mind you. Rudy the Gobert, best defensive player in the league. Yeah, Rudy Gobert's over seven feet tall. Best defensive player in the league. Zion is like 6'6", six, six, but he's like fucking 290. And he's a fucking, like... This dude's a freak of nature, bro. Like, like we maybe... Maybe compared to, like, LeBron, Giannis, those type of freaks. Maybe compared to Wilt, maybe, you know? He's that type of freak that he can move around people like that at only 6'6". Of course this dude is the chosen one. Of course he's the next one up. Of course, of course Zion is the one. They push him heavy. They put. They already pushing him heavy. To, uh, 2K, he's going to be on the cover of uh, next year's 2K. 2K21. And, and people are like, look at where he's from. They're like, he don't even deserve to be on the cover yet. I'm like, bro, like, I mean, it is kind of early, but at the same time, did you not see what he was doing? This season, like, he was fucking dominating. They could not stop him. And what you about to say, uh, where he was from? Yeah, I said, this is look at where he's from, dog. Like, he yeah. was South Carolina. He was born in Salisbury. No, actually, he was born in Salisbury, yeah, North Carolina. Salisbury, 704. And he was raised in Spartansburg, South Carolina. Yep. Yep, so. I I, I think I, I'm, I'm about Kawhi. You know, I've been, that, that's my dude. That's my guy. I, I like how he play and shit, but it's a script. Um, yeah, and we'll see how it goes. You know, maybe, maybe they, maybe with you know the, the bigger picture with you know the deep state shit because it's all all this shit is connected. Everything is connected. Everything is connected. And in my mind, I'm thinking you know if everything getting cleaned up, I think we're going to be able to get back to how sports used to be. Probably like in the '80s. I think in the '80s is the. No, it's never really been. That's the thing. It's never really been. It's always been scripted. That's what people can't accept. It's always been scripted. It's always been scripted. And in fact, if you go back and look at older videos, like if you look at like NFL games, like in the in the seventies and eighties, the script they were actually more blatant about that shit than they were now. Yeah, like they really were. So they always been doing this shit. But I feel like we're going into something different. Like I don't think nothing's going to go anywhere, but it's going to be more level, more transparent. It's going to be less bullshit involved with it. Like, it's going to get back to these motherfuckers playing a game. Not the referee calling 25 penalties in the first half. Yeah. Which, that's how they, this, this is this is how they get people. They they call the penalties in the, in, in the, in the beginning of the game. Oh. They call all the fouls in the beginning of the games and shit. Eject players early. It's about a fourth quarter. Everybody's fucked. The script is already set. Like, you know, it, it can just play out. Yeah. It's that easy. And I, it's that easy. I was about to say, also, we got to look at his name, Zion. The, the meaning of Zion mm-hmm. uh, in Christian thought is the heavenly city or kingdom of heaven. And the, he- mm-hmm. and the Hebrew Bible used as a synonym for Jerusalem as well as for the land of Israel. Um, also, wow. also, today it's known that... Uh, a Zion was a citadel that was in the center of Jerusalem, which explains why it means highest point. Today it's known as the biblical term for the promised land. So, and you know what's so funny? This is fucking Jerusalem. <laughs> mm. That's deep, dog. Yeah. If you really, if you really look at the at the Bible, how the Bible speaks, this is the land that the Bible is talking about. And when you brought that up, man, that shit. 
That's what I'm saying. We're going to some. We're going into something crazy, dog. The symbolism don't stop, but I think it's good. I think it's. I think it's. It's just. It's just different, man. We're going into a better society, including sports and all that shit. Well, moving on uh, past sports, I know. <laughs> I don't know if you got a lot to say about this, but I, I got to bring it up, man, because it's it's been going on timeline like crazy. Uh, Mr. Mr. Will William Smith. Uh, uh, allegedly, you know, he's on that cuckold shit, you know, he's been letting his, uh, he's been letting his wife get pounded out by this R&B singer named August Alcina. And, uh, people on the timeline have been going crazy about it because the singer, uh, August, he did an interview where he was saying that he actually had to sit down with Will about this, uh, arrangement. And, um, Will was like, gave him the okay to do it. So it got into it, it, it uh, sparked a big debate online, you know, well, a big discussion rather online about open relationships and open marriages. And, you know, a lot of people had different opinions about it. And the one thing I had to say about it was um, is that I think it's going to be more of a norm moving forward in the future. I think more people are going to become accepting of the having an open relationship because in today's time, the way we look at marriage is it's crazy, man. It's like you're supposed to be with one person for the rest of your life. Um, we don't know how much longer you have to live. Could be 40, 50 years, could be a, a year, two years, you know, never know. But just one person for the rest of your life. And it's not and it's more than just um about the physical with like having sex and stuff. It's about the, you know the spiritual and, you know, and, um, you know, just, it's, it's all of that. It's the mental, mental game with it as well. Being with that one person for so long, you might tend to grow apart in certain areas and they might not be providing you what you, you're, you're needing to move forward in your path. So you might find somebody else that you could bring into the relationship. My, me personally, I know we've talked about open relationships and stuff on the past and stuff. I, um, I, I think, yeah, I think it, it is something that's going to happen more often because I don't think the tradition of getting married and just being with this one person forever is something that's just going to ha- work in today's society. It, just the way people are, it's like, we're just different. We're different than our the, our parents' generation and their generation, like, you know, with how they they operated and how they, they thought the ideal life is supposed, the ideal life is supposed to go. Whereas they were having kids in their teens and twenties, like my my both of my parents were teen parents, um, you know, and they were having kids early, getting married in their twenties and stuff. Which I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But now we're seeing where people you can have kids at you know later ages and your thirties and your forties, and people are living longer. So it's changing that idea of what it means to be in a marriage and to have a family. So um. You know, a lot of people were talking talking about it like, damn, <laughs> Will, uh, Big Big Willie is a a cuck out here. You know, his his girl getting pounded out and shit, and he in the other room or on the other side of the house, the West Wing, just chilling or whatever, and shit. But then they're like, you know, he was doing his thing too because he he had some side chicks or whatever that he was um, messing with allegedly and stuff like that. But um, yeah, bro, I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was uh an interesting topic going on and how certain people viewed it 
you know, as certain just people thinking they couldn't get down with it. I seen one person be like, okay, would you be cool with having an open relationship and your girl come back to your crib and she just tell you she just got pounded out by like four, <laughs> she just got pounded out by like four um, like NBA stars or some shit. And then she come try to like kiss you on the lips or some shit. You going to be cool with that? Now that obviously is that that's an extreme way of looking at it, and obviously why the fuck would you if you're in a, a open relationship why would you be in a relationship like that to where you just going into detail like that you know they just looking at it from an extreme standpoint but um I don't I, I think it's something that could be beneficial in the long run to keeping people healthy and stuff in terms of uh, their relationship patterns. It's like I see even people saying they sleep in separate be- uh, separate bedrooms, you know, or rooms, you know. So I I, I think there's more positives than uh, the negatives to having an open relationship. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on that because I know you, <laughs> I know you're not the the biggest fan on Will. So uh. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> uh, but I'll say this. I'm all for the open relationships and I, that, that definitely will be the norm because at the end of the day, you don't own nobody. Like, I mean, you can't physically, you can't stop somebody from being attracted to somebody else besides you. You know, that's just the law of attraction. It's unnatural, even if you're in a relationship. This is how I look at it. It's unnatural even being in a relationship to, um, I look at it like this. If you see somebody you like, you see somebody you want, it is your right your natural right to pursue that. I don't think a relationship should stop that. Because also I look at it like this. At the end of the day, you know, if you have a good, if you have a, I don't want to use the word healthy because I think open relationships can be healthy as well. But if you have a a good relationship, the reality of the mind bending shit behind it, the reality behind it, when it comes to men and women, as a man, if you do your job right, your woman ain't going to want to fuck with nobody else. Period. Period. It don't matter. If she ain't gonna wanna fuck with nobody else, bro. LeBron James could be sitting there. She's she might she might flirt with him, but she ain't gonna wanna fuck him, bro. Like women are really that loyal if you can if you can do your job as a man. But see, you know, a lot of men don't do their job to be able to get that type of loyalty out of women. And even with that being said, you know, it is what it is. Personalities are different too. You know, I feel like open relationship is, is how it is. That's just you can't you can't stop somebody being attractive from somebody else. That's unnatural. And we've been living unnatural throughout, through how we have our marriage structured and all that shit. Like, it's unnatural to, to try to stop somebody's attraction or whatever um, to somebody to the opposite sex, even if that's your wife or your girlfriend. That shit's crazy to me. Um, it's crazy to me is that, is that I could be out at the grocery store and I'd be with, my, with, a, with a girl, let's say, you know, a girlfriend, how crazy is it, or, you know, from looking at it from a biological and a natural perspective, for me to curtail, say if I see a woman that I'm I'm attracted to, I get hard or something like that, you know, I get I get turned on, and I got to turn that off just because I'm believing on a label on what society told me. That shit is not right. It's unnatural. And in fact, that's probably where that, that type of suppression of natural instincts is probably what led to all this, all this bullshit that's happened in society. I, in my opinion, that's what's led to it. It's unnatural to suppress that. Um, I'm not saying, you know, go out here and just be fucking around, be smart, of course, but, you know, like, 
thinking that you could just be with one person. Yeah, that that wasn't that that, that could have been done in the past. But you know, we all know, like even even in the past, cheating was was a thing. You know, cheating has always been a thing because of how the how it's how relationships and everything have been structured. Um, but with Will, we already know we are. It's been known that he's homosexual. Like he's homo, he's bisexual. I'm not gonna say homo because he actually knows all his opinions. He's bisexual. Um, so they got. I mean, Jada only only got married with him because she probably was forced to be married right. to Will Smith. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's why this shit is not surprising to me. Like, even when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, well." Now they're finally telling us that Jada's getting dicked down by one of her um, a boy toys. She has a couple of them. What the fuck you mean? Will ain't hitting that. <laughs> he had his baby. He bred. He bred and did what the fuck. What the fuck? Hollywood and the CIA told him to do, and that's it. They don't have sex, bro. Right, yeah. They do not have sex. <laughs> Big Willie. The only time they have sex is to make babies. Big, that's, that's what the fuck it is. Big Willie ain't piping shit. Big Willie just he ain't piping nothing. That nigga's just making vlogs about getting, you know, <laughs> shopping at Target and shit. Fuck you, faggot. Like I don't fuck with Will. <laughs> fuck with him, bro. He's uh, he sold out. Get Big Willie uh, just uh, doing vlogs about getting colonoscopies and shit. And, uh, Weird shit, bro. You know. Hollywood shit. Yeah, bro. I mean, we. This is not. I mean, this is not surprising, bro. If you if you see the way Will talks and stuff and how he acts, he's he's infeminate. He's he's definitely yeah. infeminate to an extent. So allowing another man to fuck his wife, yeah, I, I can definitely see a scenario where he would just be like, yeah, go ahead, because it's like that dude Will that we knew back then when he was like the Fresh Prince. You know, back in the day, that's not who he is anymore. He's changed a lot, you know, with more success and movie roles and shit that he's done. And, you know, there was rumors for years about him and his sexuality and stuff with him messing with other actors or whatever. Um, so it's not surprising at all to me. I just found it funny. I knew when you probably saw it, you probably laughed. Like, yeah, of course, that, of course, of course he would be doing that shit. Of course. You think she was going from somebody like Tupac or Will Smith? Get the fuck out of here. She was forced to marry him, man. Yeah, like, yeah. dude. There's literally even... Get this shit right here, bro. Their daughter. There's literally even a, a letter where her da their daughter is writing to Tupac and asking him to come back, you know, like, you can, to make her, her mommy happy and shit. Like, you can look that shit up, bro. Like, you think that because we'll be getting fucked in the ass on the weekends, man. He like fucking with little kids. Bro, you think okay, and you know, if you want to get into that? Yeah, um, Will Will's name was on that uh that paper that list for Jeffrey Epstein. You know, that's exactly what I, what I that's what's going on, and with this coming out, that's what I was like. Oh well, I mean, I already kind of pictured this because it's going to be shown who Will Smith really is. Yeah, and I mean it w that goes back to when we were talking about before when Will admitted in the interview that he was je he was jealous of Pac because mm -hmm. I mean it's that nigga dead. You jealous of him? Come on, bro. I mean it's obvious, bro. It's obvious. We It's obvious who who her true love was with. She got love for you and had these kids with you, but her true love was not with you. And you know that shit eats at him to this day. It eats at him to this day. It don't matter how successful he is. He's always got to have, he always has that image in the back of his mind. He was saying he was in a room with Pac and was too afraid to talk to him. You know? Yeah, because he's not built, he's not built on that level. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? He know he's not built on that level. 
Like you got to be built to be able to just even so communicate with somebody like that. So yeah, it's not. I mean, and honestly, at his level, it's like I I don't. I mean, I'm not surprised, but Holly Holly weird or whatever, whatever they doing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like they, I probably a lot of these celebs are swingers and shit. I mean, it's not shocking to me at all to be at that level and just you know having open relationships because why the fuck would you be tied down when you're always on the go, always in a different city, country? You know, might be doing something, you know, filming something or whatever. But you gotta be thinking about this one person and shit. Nah, you got the family. You know, y'all got a family. Y'all got a good. You got a good base. You know what I'm saying? If you want to have a couple side dudes, cool. But I'm gonna have my side chicks. You know, as long as they keep quiet, we all good. And obviously, stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. We good. Obviously, August didn't want to keep quiet. Young dude. Well, he's. I think he's like older than us, but maybe like a year or two. But fell in love with this older woman. You know, she had that snatch back. Had, yes, sir. Had this nigga sprung, and he couldn't keep quiet. So he had to let people know what was going on. And now it's uh, it's being blown back in his face because obviously they're denying it. So where could I do it? Shit, I fuck with that. I don't be fucking with these bitches my age. Shit, where could I do it? Bruh. I like I like a little gray down there. Shit, you gonna have your ass wearing. Uh, <laughs> She gonna have your ass wearing damn um, overalls and shit. <laughs> overalls no. and them damn, uh, them damn uh, fedora hats and shit. <laughs> For no Hell reason. yeah, I'm y'all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about peace and blessings and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I seen where she was selling her, her pussy scent and niggas was like, they, it was like she was selling it as an oil and people were putting the oil on their blunts and smoking that shit. I was like, bruh. I was like, right, <laughs> yeah, bro. Her, her shit sold out like instantly. I think I seen online or some shit. Yeah, it was like she had a pussy fragrance or some shit. Cra- hey, crazy. she tapped in. Hey, you, you gotta know who you fucking with. She tapped in. I ain't gonna lie. It's crazy. So I mean, that that, that shit ain't no. That, that's not no joke, joke. She the the, the difference between Eric about doing a lot of these other female artists. You could you could have put Lauren Hill in that category at one point. No longer you can, in my opinion, but she's in her own class um, because I think she knows who she is. Yeah. She's tapped in. Like, you know, that she she don't, she's not really into that. That's why her career just kind of did. They just didn't continue to let her flourish in her career. Yeah. She just kind of went off the scenes. That's what happens when they, when certain people, they just, they just come to an agreement to take your ass off the shelf and they kind of go into the sunset. And that's what happened with her, Erica Badu. And that's because She's dangerous. She knows what the fuck going on. Like she, she knows who she is. She knows that's, voodoo. She knows spirituality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's all these, you know, all these um, these artists that are like super conscious and stuff, like a uh, Abso, you know, like uh, yep. a, a um, Capital Steez. You know, his birthday would have he would have been twenty seven today. Um, like a Joey Badass. You know, I was just listening to Joey Badass's last album, All American Badass, on July fourth, and that whole bro, that, was bro, he, that when album he dropped that. He dropped that. That was like four years ago. He dropped that album, um, All American Badass. Let me look in right now. He dropped that actually 2017, so three years ago, bro. That pretty that album pretty much was his to Pimp Butterfly. Like I'm gonna go back and listen to it. I listened to it all the way through once, but I didn't. I ain't went back. Joe, yeah, man. Uh, 
Yeah, Joey, I, I mean, who hasn't heard, you know, he's very uh, conscious and he talks a lot of shit on his, you know, look on his, his social media. He always saying some like some coded messages and shit, you know? Um, so you, that's, why, yeah, that's why you don't see him. That's why you don't see him in the mainstream and shit. Cause of course they're not going to promote that. He's too super, he's too conscious and shit. Like a, a Lupe fiasco, you know, that's another one that's super conscious. You know, you see people like, um, you see people like Daylight, that's incredible lyricist and stuff, but he's not going, he's not really going to be getting to that mainstream level because of what he's saying. Sure, he can freestyle and people know he's incredible, but he's not getting that backing because of what he's saying in his lyrics, you know. It's all a game at the end of the day with the, the entertainment industry. Um but what I, I did wanted to get to, which is another um, pop culture thing that's going on, I feel like it's only right that we we tap into this. Uh, Mr. Kanye West um, announced that his presidential bid, you know, for the United to become the president of the United States, the next president, the forty fifth president of the United States of America, and he randomly announced it online like a couple of days ago and people went fucking nuts. It was going to be president. You know, here's the thing though, with uh, Kanye Sanders, um, he announced this originally back in 2015 at an award show. Uh, the VMAs aired, it aired on uh, MTV. He announced then that he was going to run in 2020. He back. And we both said he was going to probably win yeah. in 2020. If he didn't, if he wasn't going to win, he was going to be president. Yeah. eventually. Yeah. And here's the thing. As a couple years passed on, he was like, no, he's not going to run in 2020. He's going to push it back to 2024 because he's he's tied in with Trump. You know, Trump and Kanye are friends. So I guess, you know, he didn't want to try to run against Trump. But now here we are in 2020 and everything that's going on. He said he's saying that, you know, fuck it. He's going to run. But here's the thing with this, though. He said at the end of his tweet, you know, he was like, he's running for president. And he said 2020 vision. That was the hashtag. I don't think he meant that he was going to run this year. I think he he did that in a way to gain more awareness to what he's about to do. Um, mm -hmm. He's about to drop another album called God's Country. Um, he, uh, he put out a song called Wash Us in the Blood, where he's talking about a lot of stuff that's going on right now, like including poli uh, police brutality. Um, he's continuing to buy a lot of property. Like I've seen randomly that he's buying like, like 12,000 plus acres and shit in Montana and shit. Like he's building shit. Like he's building like shelters for homeless people. Like he's doing a lot of stuff. Like I seen he just did a partnership with Gap, a 10 year partnership. Like this dude is literally doing everything he said he was going to do years ago. When people were still saying he was crazy and they were laughing at him, he's doing everything he said he was going to do. And winning the president presidency to anybody that thinks he couldn't win, you're fucking insane because you got to look at what he did. We talked about this before where he was putting on the MAGA hat. You know, he went and was hanging out with Trump at the White House and stuff, and people were just calling him cone. And he was saying all this stuff slavery's not a choice, making headline after headline. People were like, yo, it's crazy. Kanye is not crazy. Kanye is smart because what Kanye did was build a fan. He got the right, he got the um, conservatives to get on his side. They saw that he was fucking with Trump. They saw this black man 
this black hip hopper rapper come out openly and say that he's a Trump supporter. And they love that shit. So what did he do? He built that base. So when he does run, he's going to have a huge conservative backing. And you know what's bigger on top of that? People are like, well, who's going to fucking, who's going to help him run his campaign? This dude is a billionaire. And on top of that, he's friends with other billionaires, Trump. such as Trump, such as Elon Musk, who literally said he has his full support right after he tweeted running for president. This dude knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. Of course he can win. He has all the support he needs. Like, he has Trump. Trump literally said when he was there at the Oval Office, you know, I let Kanye speak whenever he wants, you know. Kanye, you know, I, I love when Kanye speaks, you know, he has a lot of ideas and stuff, you know, and I'm listening to what he has to say. He literally has Trump as a backer of what he's saying. And people want to say he has no chance of winning. Well, maybe this year he doesn't have a chance of winning because I think seven states have already been um, voting. The voting is closed uh, to, to include in a new nominee or whatever. So this year, no, he wouldn't have a chance of winning. But if he was, if he did want to run this year, what he could do is undercut the votes for Biden, potentially, and uh, help Trump win even easier than he's going to win anyway. Um, he could run as a third party, which I don't think that's what he's going to do. I think what Kanye is actually going to do is he he got the attention, you know, people talking his name because he's about to drop another album. But I don't think he's going to run this year. Um, I think he's really going to run in 2024. I think that's the year he's really going to do a full campaign. And I think he will win. I think he will win. I don't think, you know, people are saying he's not, he don't have the experience. You know, Kanye's crazy and stuff like this. But, I mean, look at Trump. Trump had no political experience. And you can say what you want about Trump, but he's had, he everything that Trump has done has not been a negative. There's been several positives to what he's done as the president. Now, he, he says a lot of outlandish things, yeah, that, you know, the media sensationalizes. But if you look at what Trump has done, there's a lot of positives to what he's done as well, including um, with the stimulus, the, the stimulus bills, uh, the tax rate, the tax cuts, you know, um, there's several things we can look at going into detail. And this is me being somebody that's not, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm apolitical at right now. I don't have no affiliation. I'm just looking at it from a bystander's view. But if we are asking, if you're asking me the question, if Kanye running, do you think he can win? My answer is yes. 100%. I think he can win. So, yeah. That's what the people want. It's actually what the people want, and they're lying if they don't. Because what Trump did, he set the, he set a new precedent. Because what's about to happen is uh, most of our leaders are not going to be politicians. They're going to be normal people. <laughs> Celebrities more normal than to us. It's more closer to the common man than a politician in reality. Um. So I think the I think what Trump did is he said he said he set a precedent for Kanye to win in twenty twenty four. I think he's I think he's going to run in twenty twenty four. Amongst other people, yeah, he will have. Um, among, I mean, it's going to be mind blowing amongst other people, and he's going to have. A, he's going to have opportunity. I'm one of those people. That I, th- I think it's going to be some people come back. I think it's going to be some people come back. I do, and I think we're going to have a. I think if not 2020, I don't think it'll probably be this year. 
2024 is going to be one. It's going to be some crazy shit. And I do think he will run by then. And, you know, I think from here on out, the, our presidents for our constitutional republic are going to be more so the common man. People that can relate to the common man. Athletes, um, entrepreneurs. It's going to be everything but politicians, unless the politician can prove. Because if you really look at what a politician is, it's literally like a like an actor. Like it's an actor. Like yeah, motherfuckers don't know anything more than me or you. Like they don't. They don't know anything more than me or you. And on top of the fact, they have agendas. So, and in fact, a politician to run your country is worse. It's not what you need. It's the problem that we've been having. Is is the politics? These mother politicians can't relate to the average Joe. They can't at all. What I mean. And, Go ahead. I was just going to say, what is the role of an actor in a movie? To portray a role, right? You know right. what I mean? To portray a person, to, you know, to, to, uh, to immerse themselves. To follow a script. To follow a script. And what is a politician doing? To portray a role. They're, they're, they have a role. They're acting on the needs of the people, so to speak. You know, trying to push policies and get policies into office. So things can change. So they are acting at the end of the day. It is all an act. And it is an elaborate act at the end of the day. So who are the people that are, you know, you got these studios. Uh, they, they put up the money for these, uh, these, these, uh, these scripts and shit that, that people are um, sending out to people, the casting agents and stuff. Well, who's the, the people that are backing the politicians? It's the lobbyists. The lobby, the lobbyists are the ones that are putting money. These people that have these packs or super packs, it's just everyday people coming together, or not some some everyday people, some higher level people coming together, putting money together, and they're backing this politician because they want them to act upon their request. They want them to do what they're telling them to do. So it's all again, it's all it's all a uh, it's all theater at the end of the day. You gotta have money to lobby. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have something to lobby. So you know they're acting as if they know what the people want, but they can never relate to what the people really need or want. So you know everything is good right now. You know this is good times that we in. Besides, you know the outbreak and all that. But soon, you know, soon people understand what really is going on. You ain't gonna have no choice but to understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Maxwell just got arrested. Maxwell was uh, Epstein's handler, and I think oh, this, yeah. I we, think, we definitely got to talk about that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just wanted to kind of you know a little bit transition a little bit, but she she's his handler, and like you know that was the boom, that was the boom. So this week, I still feel like this week is gonna be some more. This week is gonna be some crazy shit drop. This week after Fourth of July, that's the boom right there. Maxwell and then uh, Hillary Clinton, she has to go to court September 9th. Yeah. So so. Yeah. So for those that don't know, just Lane, just Lane Maxwell was the former, uh, I, I guess you could say girlfriend slash partner in crime of that of, uh, one Jeffrey Epstein. And as, uh, Monquay alluded to, you can say that she was his handler in a way because she handled the victims that he, um, he tortured for years upon years, not only in his uh, his sex trafficking island, 
but also in his various um, houses across America. And you can, if you want to, if you want to learn more about Jeffrey Epstein, I would definitely check out the Netflix docu series they did about him. I watched that a couple of weeks ago, and I talked about it then. Um, she's just as guilty, if not more guilty, than uh, Epstein. She played a huge part in finding these young girls, bringing them to Epstein, and she was raping them with, along with Epstein. And not only were they raping them, these high-profile pro, high celebs um, were in it as well. You know, going to Epstein Island and fornicating with young, with underage girls and looking the other way when they get called out on it. Such as somebody, such as, such as somebody like a, a Chrissy Teigen that got called out on going to the island. You know, try to not really deny it, but it's out there. You know, a lot of people have been LeBron trying. LeBron James, LeBron, you know, Barack Obama. You know, any a lot of these high names, Bill Clinton. You know, they all in on that shit, and a lot of people are trying to say that that list was fake. That uh, that came out with the names of people that went to the island. But I, oh, okay. I yeah, they they trying to say that it was that's not real. That it was pro. There's something going on. Okay, I, but, we can okay, agree with that. Okay. But there's something, there's something going on. And those celebs have been seen hanging out with Epstein. This is fact. There's pictures of Epstein hanging out with Bill Clinton. Shit, hanging out with Chris Tucker. You know, just hanging out with people. So yeah, there's pics of him hanging. He was good friends with Trump. You know, Trump denounced him obviously for obvious reasons. But uh, they was they were saying that a lot of what Trump did though is because you got to think him and Trump are on the same level. Trump is a billionaire too. Yeah, and they said a lot of reason why they see pictures with him and Trump is because he was trying to do a real estate deal or some shit, and he basically was the one to uncover that. I think I think that they were at a party and he was trying to he was trying to actually fuck with a underage kid at one of the one of the uh, some real estate property that he was at. And that was the start of Trump was actually the start of uncovering this shit. Cause yeah, he was there. He was there in the, in, in the vicinity, but like, I think they said it was more like a, uh, like a property and like many people could be there and he was there in the vicinity or whatever. And, uh, I, I don't really know. I, I still feel like Trump, like, I still feel like Trump will be, he'll, he'll get judged too after he cleans this up for us. I think he was chosen for a couple of different reasons because of his bloodline, because Trump ain't no bitch. Trump ain't dumb. All this shit that people that they, people are saying and shit, they don't really know who the fuck Trump is. Like, and if they really knew who he was, they would, they would really respect him, you know? I, I mean, I'm not saying, I, I respect him, but I know who I am too. He's not any any better than, who, than my bloodline. You know what I mean? Like, he's not any bigger or better or more uh, important than, the, than who I come from. Right. Um, but... That has to say it's not about race. It's not about what you look like. It's not about how you look like. And I, this is why I feel like um, people can relate to Trump and not really to Trump because I feel like what separates it is the IQ, is the intelligent quotient. It's something. It's bigger than its bloodline. It's something that's running through our veins is why some people, black, white, Hispanic, understand what Trump is really doing and why some people, even white, don't even agree with what he's doing because it's not about race. It's about bloodline. And I think it's something... in and our and certain people's bloodlines that gives them the awareness to understand what the fuck is really going on. Um, but with Maxwell, you know, they said she was 
she was um Epstein's handler, and they were, and you know, if you follow QAnon, the QAnon uh Q, QMap.pub, you know, he's been speaking uh, on the fact that one arrest is gonna basically we've been waiting for a certain arrest that will basically lead to a it's gonna basically lead to the to the start of what we've been waiting for. And I think Maxwell was it. I think Maxwell was it. Um it was I found pictures of Maxwell sitting on the royal throne in uh Great Britain. And I'll send it to you. She's like sitting on the on the same throne that the King and Queen sits on. It was her, I think it was her and Epstein or her and Clinton. It was a picture of her and somebody else. And they were both sitting on the throne over there in Great Britain. So my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, you know, to have access to that, you have to be allowed to do that. Right. Well, you know, one, so, of, one of those princes were uh which uh it was one of the princes he was i think he, it was with one of the princes he was hanging out he was hanging out with them they were raping girls mm-hmm. and shit yeah yeah it's, it's uh they got it in the docuseries i can't i think i think it, i think she was sitting with prince, one of the princes prince on the royal tour uh, prince andrew prince andrew prince andrew yeah that's exactly who it was it was her and prince andrew sitting on the royal throne and it, somebody took a picture uh, I mean, if you understand anything about royalty and, you know, the crown, you're not going to sit in that fucking chair, bro. You are not going to sit in that chair if you don't come from that bloodline. This is why they bastardize all this shit, because none of them are royal from the, from the start. None of the motherfuckers are royal. But let's just go along with what the fuck they say. She was allowed to take a picture sitting on the throne. Yeah. On the throne, dog. Like, I mean, that means the queen allowed that. So that means they are involved with this shit too. Like, well, and it's that deep. Well, here's the thing. According to uh, Fox Business, they're saying that Jelaine G- Maxwell, she's expected to appear in Manhattan this week for arraignment. And um, also, let me see if I can, because I've seen somewhere that she said that she was willing to testify or speak up. Yeah, she's not going to Maxwell die. was busted on. Yeah, she was busted on a six-count Manhattan federal indictment for alleging allegedly recruiting underage girls for Epstein. Um, such a okay, damn. I'm trying to see if I can find like an article where they said that she would testify, but I was seeing that online somewhere, but I haven't I haven't been able to find it yet. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's too. She knows way too much. She knows way too much for her to to remain alive. I think something's going to happen to her. I don't know what, but she knows she can bring too many high-profile people down. Now, we saw what happened with Epstein and how he went out, allegedly. I don't think it's going to be... It would go out... It would happen the same for her because that would be too obvious. But I don't see how she can... I don't see how they're gonna allow her to actually bring all bring down all these people that, that I think she's, this is it. she's tied into with you know I think I think this is it. I think this is it. I think it's gonna be allowed. I think she's not gonna die, she's gonna be protected. Um, because I think the difference between now and then, or like Epstein, for example, I I, I feel the difference between now and last year is that the these entities have more control over shit so they can get away with this shit. But I don't think, I think the control is not in their hands anymore. So I feel like with this, she's not going to die. She's going to be protected. She's going to spill all the beans. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been waiting for. 
this 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 arrest right here because she's going to be able to connect it to everybody, everybody, including your favorite athlete and entertainer. This is the start of it. What is it? July? You got July, August, September, October, November. So, I picture for the next four for the next four months. This is gonna this is gonna be big. I mean, it's gonna be bigger than that. But for the next four months, you're gonna start seeing so many of these celebrities be involved with Maxwell and get locked up and and or executed. Which I believe a lot of these people are already executed. I think a lot of them are, have already been tried and judged. Because if you look at military tribunals, it ain't no such thing as having a lie. Nah, that shit is quick as fuck, and, it, and they get that shit done with. Because those who they are charging that did crimes against humanity, did the highest levels of crimes. So it ain't no way in hell these, some of these people are still alive. They're already dead. They're already dead. They killed them already. We're just looking at the residual aspect. Since I think the 99% of the uh, American populace is so sleep and the awareness is so low and, and you know, they don't believe in certain things. It has to go this way. But if you, if you are like the divine council, you follow the divine council. We understand that, you know, you can't basically tell the populace everything at once. And I think that's really what's going on. I think a lot of, of their goals and their achievements when it comes to getting rid of these uh, members of the deep state is what they call um, they already killed a lot of them. Obama, Hillary, they probably already killed them motherfuckers already. Why would they let them hang around when they've been um, proven to have something to do with the 900,000 people that go missing per year and attraction of adrenochrome? You can't let a, that's that's not a, that's a demon, dog. You can't allow that type of shit to even live. You got to get rid of that shit immediately. So I feel like what we're seeing now is like the residual aspects of what's already happened. Honestly, because I mean, there's so many well, people dumb as fuck. Either they killed them, or they've already programmed them to mm-hmm. an extent to where they, you know, they control everything that they do and say now moving forward. So even if she does, you know, testify and name all of these high-profile people, they'll know what to do and say. They'll act in accordance with one another to uh to stop them from all being outed at once or, or, you know, to, or something along the lines of com- to combat what her claims are. So I think, so yeah. I think some people will go down, but I, I, I feel like, I still feel like some people will be, uh, highly protected, such as the Clintons, you know, once it gets to yeah. like that, that type of level. But I think uh, a lot of these celebs and stuff, they're going to get called out and they're going to have to answer for it. And, yeah, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot to go down. But um, yeah, this is this is why I see it. I see. I don't. I don't really see any sports coming back for at least a year. Uh, at least a year, like any sports, because a lot of these people, like, there's so many people connected to this shit. You can't even like. I don't think some people that's not informed, they can't. They're not gonna be able to cope with this shit, man. They're not gonna be able to cope with this shit. But it's the reality. It's the reality. You know, it is the reality, and. You know, I think Maxwell, she's going to be kind of, she's going to be the the beginning of basically unveiling this shit to the, to the mass public. And then Hillary is going to be the one that's going to basically, uh, the Hillary um, arraignment or whatever in September, that's going to cause people, to, the mass public, to be aware of adrenochrome and everything else. 
because you know you you even though I, you can go on Google and pull up Adrenochrome, and you know you can literally pull up verified, quote unquote, verified research about Adrenochrome. It's people that still don't believe this shit. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, like, bro, like, I mean, literally the Knights Templar, like, they've been doing this shit for ten thousand years, dog. Like, that's what it's about, bro. It's about the bloodline and blood, literally. Like, it's about that shit. But you know. They, they've done a good job of keeping us asleep. And only a small percentage of us have been able to be awake and aware of this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we're in that, that age of people awakening and stuff. And, you know, I see a lot of people talking about it, the the Maxwell arrest. And, you know, there's a lot of people saying she's going she's gonna to die and whatnot. So, I mean, I see, I mean, I, people are talking about it to an extent, may not get to that point to understanding, you know, the deeper meaning behind it with, and to even know what the adrenochrome is and, you know, looking into that and whatnot. But people are starting to become aware of these things because, I mean, again, you know, a lot of people are at home, so all they have to do is to just see, look and see what's online, you know, see what's going on. Uh, it's that, odd that all these celebrities got COVID nineteen with all their with the money and all the doctors and all that shit. Yet, my poor ass don't know a single person that got COVID nineteen. Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting on my uh, my results. I got knock on wood. I got to, I got tested last week, so I'm waiting on my results to come back. But uh, nah, man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I mean, I see, I see certain celebs have it and stuff. Well, say that they have it, and these certain athletes, like there's a lot of these athletes that are supposed to be returning that have it, so they're not going to return, whatnot. You see, so the high profiles, you, I mean, you're not really seeing too many high profile ones with it. Like you see, like a LeBron or something like that with it. And I, NBA, I definitely feel like the NBA would take a look at pausing what they're about to do. You know, at the end of the month, um, but you gotta I, be dumb as fuck. In my opinion, I'm, I'm gonna say this: I'm, I, if I hurt your feelings, it is what it is. But with all what's going on, bro, like you are the problem if you want sports to come back. Like, if that's your focus right now, like, bro, I ain't got time to watch no goddamn game. Are you serious? With all this shit that's out there. If NFL, NCAA, all this shit was to come back, I don't even know if I'd have time to even pay attention to that shit, bro. But what's going on? It's still people wanting sports back, bro. Like, dog, you got to really realize what's going on right now. Like, sports done to come out for at least two to three years, bro. Like, at least, at least. Like, right now is the time to get all this shit back right and reset and to start back from scratch. You crazy as hell. If we still got 900,000 people go missing each year and you want some fucking sports to come back, bro. It's people program. I mean, that is programs, bro. Pro, uh, we so used to certain one thing to have it just to be gone, just like that. Then you're going to crave that one thing until it comes back. You know, it's just like that. This has been great. So life has been great. In my opinion, like I love this shit. Shit slow down to the perfect, to the perfect, pitch for me i feel like the whole reality is slow like i feel like it's less distractions and the distractions that we get we can able we are we're able to pinpoint who is giving us a distraction 
aka the media. We don't have to deal with all the like all the distractions that we deal with when the shit's opened up. And I actually love this shit because it's allowed me to really focus in on who the real enemy is. And I don't. This is how you got to look at this shit. Fuck the NBA, NFL, NCAA, NBA, and MLB, track and field. Fuck all that shit. It's nice. I can and all, but nigga, it's a whole bigger battle going on right now. I don't want to see no nigga dunking a hoop when it's still nine hundred thousand people going missing on the, in the U.S. per year. I ain't trying to see that. Now's the time to, you know, combat all that shit and, and, and to fix everything we've been dealing with right now. Why bring shit back? Keep it, keep it closed on until we get everything fixed. I, that's how I look at it. Keep it closed on until we can get everything fixed and we can live in peace again. Well, I mean, here things are locked down, but then you look at other parts in the country and things are going back to normal. You know, people are outside. I mean, sports. I'm talking oh, about sports. Well, yeah, yeah, sports. Everything else needs to be opened up. Well, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, most, yeah, the the main, the the main four major four sports, yeah, they have been shut down. But then you see, you still see certain things like the UFC has still been going on this whole time. They just haven't had crowds at the uh, events because I watched a couple. They just had, you know, just the essential people there. But that's still happening, um, you know. That, I mean, I guess that's what. Similarly, that's that's what it's going to be with the NBA. I mean, because you look at they're already starting to show NBA games. Well, not NBA games, but this past weekend they had uh, basketball games on on ESPN with like teams of uh, I think like college players and stuff were participating, and they were playing for teams of NBA players like Team Chris Paul or some shit. Like pro am. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that that was going on this weekend. So yeah, it's already coming back. But uh, full force is supposed to be at the end of the month with these uh these bubbles. That's what they're calling them, a bubble in Orlando, and then they're saying they're thinking about having another bubble in uh Chicago. So dumb as fuck. Well, I mean, we'll see, man. Because I mean, every day they keep you keep hearing more. Well, I keep seeing more stuff about the facilities closing and stuff for the teams because uh, positive tests of COVID, you know, certain players keep saying, you know, they, they keep getting positive tests so they can't come to the bubble. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because we've got a couple weeks, but um, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to come back, you know, because you keep seeing the, the COVID tests and, um, I'm looking at things, just form other forms of entertainment, like uh, movies and stuff like that. Like I'm seeing all that shut down. I keep seeing movies that I wanted to see. They keep pushing them back months and months and months, to the point it's like, yeah, it's it's just probably not going to happen this year. You know, major releases. So I, I can only imagine that that's what's going to happen with the uh, the NBA. Like they're just going. I feel like they're about to push it back. You know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I agree. Just give me one second. Stefan. Yeah. Give me one second. All right. Shit, so much news to cover. I mean, we covered a lot, though.
All right, I'm back. I've been throwing the Modelo's back like water. <laughs> oh, shit. That's that shit. Yeah, man. Um, I was just looking at stories and stuff, news stories. Did you hear? In China, they just confirmed a case of bubonic plague. Yeah, and it's the, uh, you know, I think... I seen that too. I think last year as well. I hear it now. I've been, I've been seeing. I've been getting different Yahoo alerts about them finding the bubonic plague and stuff. But China, man, they've been dealing with that shit over there. You know, like with uh, pandemics and stuff. Um, it seems like every week they they keep coming back with something else from China, like something yeah, something different. It's a communist nation, and it's a little bit different than than. Every and a lot of other nations can see their leaders don't give a fuck about the people at all, like at all. Like it's open research, like it's open season over there. So they're a lot more blatant about their shit over there in China. But it's the fall of the, of, of the Dragon Empire. It's been a hundred years. It's the fall of China, and uh, soon we will see. It's the fall of China. Um, so they we'll understand that they were complacent with. Falky and, and Gates and the WHO and the CDC to unleash not this this pandemic, the coronavirus, but H1N1, SARS, the Spanish flu. They're the ones that have been causing all this shit. The leaders in China and, and other people, or leaders all around the world, the globalists. But it just so happens with, with China being a communist nation, they can get away with this. They can get get away with uh, oppression more blatantly. And even in, over there in Hong Kong, I was seeing where you know China basically is uh, militarized straight in Hong Kong now. You know, um, they didn't. They haven't lost. They lost the battle, but they're not going to lose the war. Even Trump supports Hong Kong. They lost that battle, but the Hong Kong citizens just listen to me. Y'all not going to lose that war. China is going to fall big time. Yeah, I mean, we're go, we're gonna we're gonna see, we're gonna see. I mean, I, now, now I can I can connect that with the um with the trade agreements with the with the um USMCA, the USMCA, the United States Mexico Canada trade agreements with Trump bringing a lot of the factories back home. Even before COVID, Apple was talking about pulling their factories out of China and moving to India. Um, so what's gonna happen is like China's not gonna be able to export shit. They're not going to be able to. They're not, not going to be able to make money off of companies trying to go over there to get free labor because everything's going to move to India and or their own domestic country. It's going to be more so domestic slash India and Mexico, in my opinion. And um, yeah, China's just going to wither away because really the only we created that empire. Like I mean, like yeah, they 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 um thrive over exports, but it's cheap exports. The only reason why they thrive is because we allow we we're taking their cheap exports. We can make better quality shit back home, or and we can make cheap shit here too. It's just that we just we we allowed them uh, to, to to thrive off of um, fraudulent products and cheap exports. I mean that's something that that the, that the world has allowed. It's not like they just kind of just done that. It's like the world allowed that. Only thing the world has to do is bring all their companies back home. Work on their domestic policy, and you're going to see how China is literally about to be a third world country. In fact, they were labeled as a third world country up until I think this past decade. And the only reason why they got a foot up is because the world allowed it. So basically, it's 
they're gonna fall because what happened? They have a lot to do with this coronavirus shit. Of course, they have a I lot mean, to do with this coronavirus. That's where it originated. They say, yep. So they have a lot to do with this pandemic. The leaders in China, not the people. Don't get it twisted because the people in China are oppressed. Yeah, because communism is not the way to democracy and communism is not the way to go. The only way to go is a re, is a republic based on the constitution or a bill of rights based off of uh, something that ran by the citizens. So I'm with the people in Hong Kong and China because both of them are either democracy or a uh, uh, dictatorship. Um, but it's the leaders. The leaders are see the leaders are what's going to fuck everything up for the people. This is why all these revolutions are happening. And it's not going to stop until it shifts. It's not going to stop. Yeah. I mean, they're they looking at banning, like, apps and stuff that come from China, too, like with TikTok. That's one of the oh, apps I'm glad, they're looking I'm glad at. you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I can tell media, somebody got rid of Vine. And social media apps as well. Well, TikTok is a social media app, but other... But think about it like this, though. Why did Vine just disappear? This is what I'm talking about with a script, dog. Why did Vine just disappear? It was no reason why Twitter bought it, and then instead of instead of uh, buying the app and keeping the app, they bought it and just put it on the shelf because they put that bitch on the shelf because they knew they were going to come back with an app called TikTok. If you just look at the name, it's already a ritual that they plan on the people from the name. TikTok, nigga, your time is running out. Look who created that shit. It's from Asia. It's from China. Like, it's the biggest data collection agency, TikTok, on the fucking... It's just as big as Facebook now, dog. Like, he know what he's doing bad in that shit? I ain't got no TikTok. I, man, I already know all, what the I mean, it's all like, man, all these social media apps. All of it, man. But but TikTok right now is bigger, is, is worse than fate. It's the worst one because TikTok is literally under the control of the leaders in China. They don't want to really tell you that. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure. I think it's. I think most. I think that came from China. I think TikTok is like a Chinese app. It is. It you. is. That, that's what I was saying. They were thinking about the U.S. is thinking about banning that app. It's not a ban that Chinese. It's a, it comes from a Chinese company. Yeah, it's a Chinese app, and what they've been doing is, is um, because we we've been in a war. What they've been doing is basically collecting uh, data mining, data mining on the highest level. Um. And I think that's why they got rid of Vine. Because they knew they were going to come back and reclassify this TikTok because it's something about the short clips, sequential uh, short clips like that. It's something about um, with the low attention span that that most people have now. That is the, like, that's that's a really good social media uh, concept. That's, I think that's why they got rid of Vine because if you know about Vine at one point, in my opinion, that was my favorite social media app. That was that was my shit. Like that shit was popping back in 2014, and literally, like overnight, it just disappeared for no no explanation, no reason. And then we come back and we see an app like app like TikTok that's literally Vine with another name. It's just like reclassified. So I was like, oh, okay. I think they saw the the power that that type of app could have, the influence that it had over us, and they took control of it, over it, reclassified it, tried to play some subliminal warfare on us, calling it TikTok. Because they were planning on blowing this bitch up on, on from from corner to corner, dropping, blowing this motherfucker up and going underground. Um, it's all subliminal. So I agree with that. Yeah, the company, the, comp- the, the company that owns uh, TikTok is called ByteDance, a seven-year-old company based in Beijing. 
they they had another app, popular app. Um, I don't know if you heard of Musically. Yeah, yep. they acquired that back in 2017 for 800 mil to one bill, and they combined it. They they uh, combined that with uh, TikTok, and now you have TikTok, which is a a global phenomenon. And uh, yeah, that's where we at with it right now. Moving forward. Well, how's your phenomenon when we had Bond? I guess well, that's what blows my mind is because like people like TikTok, but it's like fuck that, bring Bond back or some shit. Like, what is this bullshit? It's the same shit though, pretty much. It's the same fucking thing, bro. Like it's the exact same thing, exact same shit, dude. Yeah, just a different that's why name. Got rid of that. Yeah, just different name, Brandon. But it's the same. Yeah, I mean, bro, we can same. take this. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, they they just uh just changed the the branding and the logo, and uh, just try to re repackage it as something brand new when it's just more of the same. So that shit's crazy, but people gonna gonna call him a dictator and all this and that. But you gotta understand that 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 fucking app is literally like it's not only mining your data. Like these are people that really don't give a fuck about you, like. <laughs> Bro, like, that's why I don't care about people's opinions because more than likely the person that's got a negative opinion on me is not, they're not nowhere near as smart as me and they don't really get what's going on. In fact, they're going to probably end up committing suicide without even trying to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you vote for, you're going to still vote for Biden and this nigga say you're not black if you're not Democrat? I was just talking to LJ about this shit the other day. Our homeboy LJ. He, 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 said, it, he said it perfectly, you know? He's like, I don't know. I think when he said that, that was like a spell. It was a ritual. It was a it was a televised spell ritual or something. And I agree. Cause he said that shit, and he's and this motherfucker literally went on went online, went on TV and said that you he he literally said the most disrespectful, demeaning shit I think you can say as a quote unquote black person. You're not black if you don't vote Democrat. Where are your tangibles, bitch? What do you mean I'm not black? This is because I don't vote for you. And yet, after he said and you that... Talk, you're referring to Biden. Biden. Yeah. After he said that, I, his his numbers of votes went up. Bro, that was a ritual, bro. <laughs> yeah. That was a ritual. That was a ritual. No, you cannot tell me that was not... It was something uh, It was something else besides him just saying that. That was a play, bro. Man, that was a, a play. It's almost like when uh, Hillary was saying, you know, she keep that hot sauce on her, you know? She got that hot That's sauce a stop in the With her just saying that, you shouldn't vote for her because for her to think of something like that, she could easily say, I can give you $1,000 a month as reparations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tangibles. They're not giving you any tangibles. They're telling you, oh, I like fried chicken. Bitch, I don't give a fuck if you like fried chicken or not. Give me my fucking land back. No, this is the type of shit I'm on, bro. Like, I don't, this is what I'm saying. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I get it, but I don't. I get it in the fact that most of our people are, are under the, under a spell. But what I don't get is why I'm not under that spell. Why are you not under that spell? Why some people aren't under that fucking spell? And I'm quite frankly getting tired of the fucking bullshit. To be real, like, you know, like, I'm in the hospital and I'm dealing with how we treat these patients. Man, these, man the way we treat these COVID-19 patients, this shit is barbary, y'all. This shit is hard to cope with. It's hard to sleep at night. And the fact that this is possibly something that somebody literally created as a biochemical weapon, and we got to literally lock out the hospitals where people can't see their dead relatives. 
Bro, like I mean, like this shit is like that's why I'm saying, man. Like it's gonna get this shit is gonna get real. I mean, they, they, it's, I mean, it's gonna get fucking real. It doesn't help to see people out here partying like nothing's going on, and people going to concerts I got a problem and with shit, the party. like going to the concerts. I got a problem with that. It's it's just gonna continue to spread. It's gonna get more out of control, and we're probably gonna end up going back to phase one. So, and see, here's the time I talk about the mask mandate that I spoke on at the beginning of the episode. Um. You know, what's going on, man? It's mind-bending shit that's going on. See, this is the problem. Like, the society, it's only been a small group of people in this society that thought outside the box. Period. And those people that thought outside the box this whole time have been chastised by the general public. And see, what's happening now is those who have thought outside the box are 100% 100 correct with how to go about this and what's going on. So what's happened is the general populace at this point is actually becoming our own enemies. It's not, it's, they're becoming our enemies now. And what I mean by that is the fact that, you know, with this mask mandate, I work in the hospital and I'm going to tell you this. Okay. The shit popped off, boom. COVID popped off, lockdown, boom. Throughout this whole time, the number of COVID patients in the state capital that I'm in in North Carolina, you know, it never really, it never really peaked the way I thought it would, the way we thought it would peak. I'm not just going to say, ah, the way we thought it would peak. Because the last few months we've been at the hospital, like, you know what I mean? It's, maybe it's going to pick up soon. Maybe it's going to pick up. Even with the media saying these cases are picking the fuck up. We've been sitting there like, man, maybe it's going to pick up soon. Well, right, right now we 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 feeling it now, and you know I'm not going. I don't take credit in nothing because I I mean like it doesn't matter. I don't need nobody to acknowledge anything that I've said before. But what I've told them what would happen in the past. See, this is the thing with the mask and the face covering shit. See, the card that they playing with this is going to actually cause a second spike. The partying too. And everything, but see, no, it's it's really it's really the, the uh, face coverings and the masks. I'm gonna tell you why. So, we have what we call the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. We have what we call the WHO, the World Health Organization. Those two, both over uh, public policy, medical policy, ranging over whole goddamn continents that take billions of dollars in taxpayers' money each year. And let's go back to what the let's go back to the CDC Center for Disease Control and Prevention. We pay them billions of dollars in money each year for them to do what to control disease and to prevent disease. But yet we still have pandemics. We still have the flu. We still have the cold. We still have this shit going on. And yet we have COVID nineteen. With the kicker with the COVID nineteen virus is the fact that it's actually from a family of goddamn viruses that literally affects. The whole continent of Asia, damn it, every year. It's not like this shit is something new. It's not anything fucking new. It's new to the 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 worldwide. It's not new to Asia, though. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to explain is that like we have these policies, we have these governing bodies that's supposed to have been doing a job this whole time. That's getting billions of dollars. That's being funded. Even in the name, it says to prevent disease control. And to control it. And you have the World Health Organization. So what I'm trying to say is, man, this shit is deeper than we can imagine. These motherfuckers are the reason why we have these viruses in the first place. 
These are reasons why these shits are bad in the first place. They're, they're negligence, misinformation. They use different tactics because in 2008 with H1N1, they used pure negligence. They didn't lock anything down. That's what caused, they didn't do anything. Like, they didn't do nothing, dude. Like, they didn't do nothing. The negligence is what led to that. And this one is misinformation. And what I mean by misinformation is even uh, Dr. Falke, uh, medical director, I think, or chief medical, whatever the fuck he is, he's in the cabinet. We already know his connections with Bill Gates and vaccines and his real connections and shit. We already know how evil he really is. Him, who, CDC, have been on record being hypocritical in what they are saying on how to treat this virus from a, that comes from a family of viruses has already been around. So I'm, I'm, one thing I'm going to ask is how do they, why are they so incompetent? We know they they know what the fuck really is going on because this shit's been around. Like you, you literally are paid to research viruses. You're paid to research virus. You're paid to research viruses. Are you gonna tell me you don't know how to treat this shit? No. The thing is, you know, like it's just a lot deeper than what we thought. You know what happened right here, in 2020. We've been getting played for thousands of years. We just happen to see the shit right now. The mask mandate is another way. For us to basically, because I think what happened when we opened it back up, <laughs> when we opened it back up, ironically, we had like the lowest number of COVID patients. I think we only had like three. And what happens is when you open when you open shit back up without a mask mandate, but you require social distancing, and you require you know you still keep it locked down, you still keep the curfew and all that shit. You keep the bars locked. You you keep bars locked down, but you keep like restaurants and shit open. Certain shit open. Exactly how phase two went was how it should have kept on going. Because in reality, what, what actually happened, what the media didn't tell you, is we I think we were getting to the point where we were beating, we were beating COVID-19. Like we were, it was about to be done with, over with. Just because the only way we're gonna beat this shit is if we open everything back up and go back to normal while keeping social distancing for a, a little bit initially. Um, but I think the reality is, you know. When we opened it back up, we went into phase two. The true number, the true numbers and that, that all actuality behind this is, yeah, it was people still getting COVID-19, but they were getting a lesser form of COVID-19. It's less deaths, less hospitalizations, and in fact, more immunity. More immunity. But what happened was the media changed the definition of cases. And this is what I'm trying to explain to people. The media is not a medical entity, so they don't have to tell you what they what what they're classifying as one individual case. One individual case could be somebody reporting a runny nose. Could be somebody saying they got constipation, diarrhea. So once they change the criteria, then they can say we got a hundred thousand cases. In our actuality, maybe only a hundred of those real cases, hundred hundred of those cases are really COVID nineteen. So you do that, and then now you require the mask mandate. When the numbers actually show you that we were actually beating this virus based off of herd immunity and social distancing and phase two opening shit back up, now you require the mass requirements. If, and if you don't know anything about PPE, which 99% of the people in America don't know anything about PPE, knowing how to wear a surgical mask is actually important. Like if you don't know how to don and doff, and don basically means putting on PPE, and doff means taking off PPE. PPE is personal pr protective equipment. Literally, the first day on the goddamn, before you even step on your job, 
you got to know how to put on PPE and know how to wear PPE. It's that serious. So for them to mandate a mask, most people are, or face coverings, most people are looking at it like it's not that big of a deal. But as a medical professional, this is what's going to cause the spike. It ain't got nothing to do with people going out. Yeah, having parties and shit, that could add to it. But literally people going out and shit, being normal, semi-normal, no, though, and not wearing masks, them, those aren't the ones causing this shit to spike up. It's the lack of medical motherfucking policy by these who we paid fucking billions of dollars of our taxpayers' money. And it's, I, mean, it's literally, I, I disagree on that point, though, because I feel like it all ties in at the end of the day because you don't know who has it. If they're not wearing masks, you don't know who it could. You see these concerts, thousands of people out there. You don't know how many people could actually have it. It don't matter. I mean, yeah, they might not be wearing the mask. That's true. And that, but I feel like it all comes together. Yeah, it's that plus people not giving a fuck and just acting like everything is all good because we don't know. I mean, we still don't know how many true cases are out there. Like you said, with the symptoms, they were saying that months ago that doctors were just giving out these, uh, just uh, giving out these diagnoses, but they don't actually know if they had the if the people had COVID or not. So we're at the point now to where they're trying to refine what the symptoms are, but we still are, it, it's still, it's still like mass confusion of what's, what actually is COVID versus what's say like the, the common cold. It, That's the goal. That's the, the mass confusion is the goal. Cause all it is doing is adding to the fear. It's adding to the fear because I look at it like this. You don't know who has the cold or flu. You don't know who has the cold or fucking flu. On some shit that we know kills more people each year. Each year already, bro. That's what the fuck. We don't even know who has a cold or flu. Like, but as a medical person, I'm telling you, 99% of people don't know how to wear a mask. If you wear a mask, one mask, and you go to the store, you can't take that motherfucker off. You can't touch it. And I promise you, 99% of people ain't doing that. You touch that mask one time and you touch a goddamn rail, whatever's on your mask, which is the reservoir, which is the second reservoir. Whatever is on that fucking mask is now on that rail. Whatever you're breathing on the inside of the mask, if you take your mask off anytime, you're out. Again, all those microbes are going to be blown up into the air. So what happens is people don't know how to wear the face coverings and the mask, and it creates another reservoir. So you have two reservoirs. Instead of one reservoir, which is the human, you have two. I'm not which, gonna, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I ain't putting the blame on just one. It's a combination at the end of the day. It's a combination of the mask and people not wearing the mask. That's how I look at it. I get what you're saying about people not wearing the mask properly. Yeah, that that obviously that that plays a major factor into it. It plays a major factor into people not wearing gloves either when they're going into these stores and touching these railings that you just said and coming back out and then touching the mask and carrying that uh, the uh, residue. And, and not switching out the mask properly and, can, you know, keep cleaning and whatnot. That all plays a factor into it. So, I mean, I'm looking at it from, like, an overall standpoint of both sides have to... Both sides have to take... But, no, yeah, it's more than one side taking blame for the 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 problem that's going on. That's how I look at it. See, but I'm looking at it bigger, too. I'm looking at it like this. I'm looking at it as those who are in... who Who control policy... Instead of giving us actual policy, they're allowing us to actually divide amongst each other off of something that may seem simple to, to a lot of people, but this shit is not simple, dog. It ain't, it ain't, 
that mask mandate is not simple, man. Like I'm telling you, I, we just I just left last night and we got eight patients. And I told them, I, when I come back next week, we're gonna have 15 patients. The whole unit's gonna be full straight COVID. And the media might say it's stabilized. Because at the end of the day, and when I go out, I, I'm 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 not gonna lie. You know I me, mean? I'm strong as fuck. And you know, I you know, I follow all kinds of different shit. But when I go out in Raleigh, I still see more people with masks than not. Still see more people with face coverings than not. And I see more people now with face coverings than I did in March. When we had like in, in March. Like I, I see more now than, than we did in March. And I'm seeing how people are wearing. Cause here's the thing. If, if you're breathing, here's the thing. Herd immunity. Herd, herd immunity is the only way we, and social di- the social distancing out of all the policies they gave us, I think is the best policy, the six feet. The, you know, not being up on people, not really touching on people. The social distancing is, and, uh, and actually opening certain shit back up, allowing people to get infected with smaller versions, milder versions of the coronavirus, beating it, becoming immune to it. It's the only way we're going to beat this. And, see, and, you know, I, instead of, instead of, you know, explaining to people, I'm just going to just be quiet about it and let it rot out. Because I'm like, I'm in the field. I'm, I'm seeing this shit. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, now I'm seeing the common denominator is the face coverings. And now I'm seeing all, like, I'm seeing this shit go crazy, dog. Like, and, but the thing, but this is what I wanted people to know. I'm not shaming. I don't want to shame nobody for wearing masks or not. That's the key behind this shit. Because if you know how to wear the PPE, wear it. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If you are trained on wearing masks, wear it. If you're not, don't wear it. Cause you gotta understand, you are you shouldn't really even be going out anyway, unless you got to. Well, so I'm about, if, I'm about you to got, if, if you gotta go out, socially distance. Well, not here. Here's the thing though about not wearing a mask or wearing it. Yeah, if you outside in the public, if you're in a park or some shit. Yeah, I don't. I get why you wouldn't wear a mask, but if you're going into a store, more than likely you're going in there for a uh, essential reason, like for groceries or some shit like that, and. Nine times out of ten, you're seeing these stores are now uh, saying that they requiring people to wear masks. So, I mean, it's no you ain't. I mean, it, you ain't really got no choice now in terms of going into a store and not wearing a mask. You can go into like a a smaller store, alternative store, such as like maybe like a Dollar General or something, or Aldi's or something like that. And maybe you won't have to wear a, a face covering. But if you're going into that store for maybe 15, 20 minutes putting on a mask. I mean, I think it's better than I, I think I think doing that is more makes more sense than not at this point. Just because of the the people people that are in fear and whatnot and trying to and you may be in a care you might you might be a carrier and you don't know and you could be passing it off if you just simply not having something covering your face and even though that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to not spread but you can reduce that from spreading at the end of the day well from my experience every store i went into i haven't wore a mask and nobody said anything to me i have definitely seen a lot other people wear masks i've seen more what well, honestly i've seen more masks you're gonna, you're gonna see it there because they already doing it here where i'm at i literally the the neighborhood walmart across the street it literally they got a huge sign outside says they require people to wear face masks. The target says it too that I go to. But they, they can't they can't enforce anything like that because here's the thing. This is what also pisses me off. People got to understand that you can't mandate face coverings and masks when we when we're going through a great depression. 
when you're also charging five dollars, five when you're charging twenty five dollars for five fucking masks. When at this time last year you could probably get twenty five masks for five dollars. I mean, you can make um, your, so, I mean, you can make your own masks though. At the end of the day, but it's, it's still it. it's still the government can't mandate shit that they can't. That, that's not I'm easily not, accessible not, to everybody. I'm not. That's talk, unconstitutional. I'm, not, dude. I'm like, not talking about the government. I'm talking about these stores. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying the stores are saying they're requiring it now. I'm not saying over. I'm not talking about the government as a whole putting that mandate on like all stores everywhere. Everything must you must have a, a mask, you know, must have a mask just to walk in the park or something like that. I'm just saying that the stores now are doing that now. Across, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily. The stores can't use a mask to, to refuse your service, though. This is why they, this is why they can't enforce it. This is what I'm saying. The mind business shit behind it. It's all bullshit. It's all they bullshit. Can, I mean, yeah. Even the store, they can't enforce that. They can put the sign, I mean, like they literally, are, it's they are, they are enforcing it though. They are enforcing it because they're not letting the people in that don't wear a mask. I mean, it's that simple at the end of the day for them. I mean, I, in, in Raleigh, that's not the case. Okay, I, I, I can tell you. That. I just went and got a, I got a twelve pack today. I got a bottle last week. I'm surprised. I don't went grocery shopping two times. Like I'm surprised. I've seen people without masks. I mean, I'm surprised because y'all. I mean, Raleigh's supposed to be a hot spot right now. So I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm surprised by that. But I mean, they're not, they're not enforcing it. They can't. They can't enforce that shit. They know they can't enforce it. If you say if you know what to say, you know what to do. They can't enforce it. They know this shit. It's bullshit, bro. It's bigger. Like the ones who are enforcing the mask, like they're using invalid research, unreliable research, unsound research. I think we put too much emphasis on the mask, though. At the end of the day, I don't. That, that's, I mean, that's the point. That's the point. It's bigger than the mask. All I'm saying is, if you don't know how to fucking wear the mask, don't wear it. Because if you don't know how to wear it, you're gonna cause it to go up. Like, period. but then again, at the end of the day, you could be a carrier. So not wearing a mask is not helping either. Everybody could be a carrier of any fuck. You could be a carrier of flu in twenty two thousand. That's why you got. That's why you got to get tested at the end of the day. That's why you got to get. No, tested. you don't got. You don't, you don't have to get I mean, tested. You, you, don't, you know. You know. Okay, you ain't got to. Are tested, you telling me you just you just you just gonna te- you just gonna get tested for the like, bro? Like, no, I don't just go and get tested every year. No, for I'm saying you, you don't have got, to do that. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can get tested. I'm thinking about who potentially carrying it and who potentially affecting the people. That can't fight against it. That's what I'm thinking about, nigga. I'm thinking about elderly people and shit. That's what I'm thinking I, about. I, I get that. I get that. That's but I'm, I'm saying, why about. would you get tested when you've been when it's been proven that the tests are are faulty? They not all. They haven't all been. They haven't all, been, they all been proven faulty though. That's just a simple. I'm, side. I literally work. I literally work in a hospital. We just had two patients that literally was negative, negative, positive, negative. That's two patients, though, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking that... I mean, like, look, look it up! I get what you're saying, but that's a small sample size, bro. That is a small sample size at the end of the day. I'm saying we're, we're, we're mandating shit based off of unsound research. Why are we doing that now? Like, that shit is a problem. Well... Like, you don't I just mean, mandate and, and require shit I, without actually sound research, you can't do that, and that's what's leading to this shit. Well, dude. I mean, like, I mean, if we were better prepared at the beginning, we wouldn't have to man date, date nothing. But look where we are, and now. we're not prepared because we give billions of dollars to the CDC and the WHO, and they ain't did nothing. That's that's the whole. I mean, well, see what I'm saying? I mean, we we talk, is, we agree. I mean, we on this, we we agree with the same thing. It's that like you know, we we agree with the same thing, just different perspective. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 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 that's, the, that's what I'm trying to get people to know, bro. We together. If you fuck with the mask or not, we together. The whole thing is going on is to fucking put us against each other. 
That's the whole point because it's all misinformation. The misinformation, bro, is what caused all this shit. That's what makes me mad is that you're not wrong if, you, if you're for the mask. You're not wrong if you're against the mask. It ain't even about, it ain't even really, it's about the mask, but it's not. And when I say it's about the mask, it's about the incorrect use of the mask, which is what, mo or the face coverings, which is what a lot of, they don't know how to use the face coverings, which makes me uncomfortable when the government mandates that when they already know, you already know that PPE is required and 99% of the people don't know how to wear PPE. That's my problem. That is the only problem I have with it. I feel like if you know how to use the mask, use the mask correctly. That's why I'm saying it's deeper than, it's even deeper than mask or no mask. I feel like we can have it where we can open this shit back up. You can have people to wear masks, people that don't wear masks because at the end of the day, if you don't know how to wear that fucking mask, you're going to spread whatever's on that mask or whatever's on the inside of it. You take that bitch off one time. I went to the ABC store without a mask. I just put my face over my, uh, my shirt over my face and both of the niggas standing in there got their mask hanging now. It doesn't matter what the fuck they done, whoever they done talked to, you know, getting at the register, whatever they done breathing, coming into work, on that mask, in the inside and the outside, when they, when they take that mask off their face, boom, all those microbes go up in the air, including the coronavirus. So that, in a, the, ineffect, the ineffective, in a, uh, in a, the not knowing how to use the mask, not knowing how to use the mask and face coverings is deadly. If you know how to use it, it can help. But I get what yeah, it, I get what you're saying. It, but it, more, I feel like I feel like more. Okay, when they you're saying taking off the mask, yeah, that's just that's going. The microbes are going up into the air and whatnot. But when are they taking off the mask? Are they taking off the mask right when they leave the store? Or are they taking off the mask when they go inside the house? It don't matter. I'm just saying when I went in the ABC store, he's in the ABC store and his mask is hanging off. So it don't matter when he did that. Whatever was inside that mask, even whatever's on the outside of that mask, him moving that mask is knocking microbes off, knocking microbes off from the inside of the mask that he's breathed out into the air. That's what I'm... But that doesn't mean it's necessarily going to affect everybody that's in that position. But the mask okay. is what... The mask is what's caught everything. The mask, he could have put that mask on when he left his house. So from the time he left his house to the time he got to the ABC store, he could have got anything on that mask. He could have breathed anything from, from the day before. I get what you're saying, but putting it in one thing and having it concentrated uh, rather than just having it out in the open without any type of covering, you think that's necessarily a better option? It's still doing the same. Think, look, okay, so look, when you got herd immunity... You think that's a better option? Look, when you got herd immunity, when you got... Okay, so say you don't have a mask. This is what I'm... This is, it, this is fucking like, this is, you gotta have a degree to know what the fuck going on. This is what pisses me off when people got opinions on this shit, man. Like, when you go out, when you buy yourself through biology, when it comes to viruses, bacteriums, or whatever, say, for example, you don't know if you breathe, if you breathe in coronavirus. Let's use coronavirus, for example. I might go out, I'm breathing. With it being a pandemic, you know, you look at the definition of a pandemic, it's, it's, a, it's whatever the fuck is uh, part of that pandemic is basically a spreader all over the globe. It's everywhere. It's already in the atmosphere. Um, to be specific, if you look at coronavirus, it's an airborne pathogen, which basically means with an airborne pathogen, the microbes are so small that they can shoot farther. The it's not the it's not the actual mandate. It's just the fact that it's the it's the wrong time to mandate something like this at this time. 
because one, those who are supposed to have been doing their job and training the mass populace on what the fuck, on how to use this shit, use face coverings, masks, how to protect yourself during a pandemic. They've never actually done their job. This is what, this is kind of what I'm trying to get people to know. So I'm more concerned with them all of a sudden having a strict mandate. Those who are actually doing the mandates, look at their backgrounds and look who they are. And you'll kind of see why some people aren't really for that shit. But what I was saying about the mask being more deadly is, for example, we have a mask mandate now. Um, before I get to the economics behind it, let's just talk about just the just how 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 I'm looking at it. So you have a you have you have a mask mandate. You can only wear a mask or face covering if you leave your house. How I'm looking at it is okay. Even if you wear a mask or not, you don't know if you're a carrier. Period. Um, it's already been proven on record that surgical masks, and we already know face coverings, like anything you make or whatever, uh, more than likely will classify in the same category as a surgical mask. Can't protect anybody against the microbes uh, um, of CV because of just how the, how the mask and the fabric is created. So they don't really, I mean, they're not really doing anything to help you anyway, but let's go back. I'm going to tell you, the flu dis disappeared. Uh, the cold, all that type of shit has disappeared, and it goes back to how they were starting to classify the symptoms of coronavirus. If you really look at the symptoms of coronavirus, it's damn near anything now. And this is why a lot of that shit disappeared. But what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get people to know is, with the symptoms being such wide range, you can still get the flu. You can still get the cold, which is droplet, and you can still get different microbes that um could be you know that you can carry but here's the here's what i'm looking at with the mask when you require a mask mandate say you got to go to work or you got to go to the store you require a mask mandate say you gotta say your job is even 10 minutes up the road you have to wear a face covering from the time you leave your house to the time you get there but you can't forget it's a pandemic the shit is already in the air on top of the fact that they widen the symptoms for it to be anything the problem I have now is you already don't know if you're a carrier or not. And herd immunity has shown and proven to be able to basically diminish any, any virus, any pandemic. Um, so now you have a mask, which is another reservoir, which is another item or something that any bacteri bacterium um, can attach to. Um, so the problem or face covering, it's just it just adds something else that can be spread. It can become a contagion. Um, and you add the fact on top of that, say, for example, yeah, say, you know, they, they do come out with research and say the mask, which they can't come out with research saying the mask protects you from coronavirus because they're already proven that it doesn't protect you from cor coronavirus previously. Um, so that would be um, unreliable uh, research. Um, so. If they, say that if they were to come out and say that, well, it doesn't matter. Now the symptoms range from diarrhea to um, chest pain. So, and we already know that we have different, we had tried numerous different styles of testing. We have faulty tests, false positives, false negatives. Oh, man. What I'm trying to say is that this is not the time to mandate shit. <laughs> this ain't, if you, I, I feel like if you're mandating something, it's to hurt us. That's how I'm looking at it because because of all this, the ones who we have trusted with our money, 
to literally fight pandemics, don't know what's going on. And we all know they know what's going on. There's just some other shit happening. Um, so what I'm saying is I'm not for or against the mask. I'm against a mandate forcing you to have to have a face covering or mask during a Great Depression when you can't have you can't show any 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 research, any sound or reliable or valid research that proves that this mask is going to actually protect us because you can't prove it. They know they can't prove it. They haven't been able to, and they never will be able to. That's just not how it works for this uh, this type of uh, back, this type of virus. Um, so that's what I'm trying to. The mandate more so that this mandate is more so to cause more chaos, and not chaos towards the ones we need to be pointing the chaos to towards one another. That's what it is. It's it's kind of it's still moot. It's still moot because you can you can still be caring or not. And the mask ain't gonna stop you from blowing COVID out. So it don't matter. That's what I'm saying is moot. But when we talk about the, you know, the specifics behind it, it is a way we can go about this with some type of mask requirement without it being um, you know, mandated or whatever. It is a way we can go about it. But the ones who 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 are supposed to break the shit down, like how I just broke it down simply, aren't doing it. That's the problem I have. Like they're not even doing their job, dude. Like. So how can you mandate something that you can't even prove will help us? And in fact, it's already been proven to not help us. <laughs> That's the problem I have. And with the economics behind it, it's still, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a depression. It's a depression. So you know anything about how they, how they, you can create anything at home, but it's still got, it's still, you have to, like a lot of people don't have no money right now. Me and you don't really, we ain't really have to experience that, but I know like there's people that literally don't have nothing, dog. Like they're not thinking about making no fucking mask, and they shouldn't have to think about making no mask. They shouldn't have to because they're being told about the wrong way to have to fight this. Keeping it closed down, it's gonna keep jobs closed down, it's gonna affect us down here more than if we would keep it in phase two, keep it socially distanced. Um, encourage face coverings, and I feel like encourage face coverings for those who know how to wear a PPE. But the big thing is social distancing. You shouldn't be up on people because that's the only thing that's going to help you with this. Because even with how the microbes shoot out, say, you know, for example, it's airborne COVID already proven. Any, any, they, they can take the weight of a, of, a, of a microorganism and show you how far it can shoot out. And it's usually six feet, six to eight feet. So, and, you know, with the contact time, I think contact time is less than a minute or some shit. Um, really, the only way I feel like is to keep through a phase two, encourage proper PPE use, but keep it socially distant. You know, and I think we'll start to see, this is, this is how when we go back into phase two, we're going to start to see, once again, the cases like it. This is how we're going to fight this. And then it ain't going to be no medication. It ain't going to be none of that shit. It's going to be herd immunity. Some people have to get this because it's already a pandemic. It's already here. That's why I don't, like, it's already here. It ain't like it's, it's already here. It's already in the air. Everybody's been exposed to it. Everybody's been exposed to it. And, and on the whole globe, it seems like. So, I mean, at this point... In a way, we're all kind of carriers, but you can't, like, hell, we're carriers of the flu, cold, all kinds of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're carriers of all that shit. Um, this is the wrong way, I think, that they're fighting 
they're trying to fight this. Because I think really what just happened when they did, went, we went into phase two, prior to our mandates, we went into phase two, we were actually about to get, get rid of this shit. Swiftly. This is why I think it was popping out here. We're about to get rid of this shit swiftly. Though I'm not, in, I'm not encouraging like parties and shit, because like I said, you still got to socially distance. <laughs> you still got to socially distance. If you partying, like, it don't matter. Like, you, it's a party, bro. So it could be 50 people in there. You don't know what the fuck any of them people were exposed to. If somebody, more than likely, if you go into a party or a cookout right now, somebody in there, if not all of you, was exposed to coronavirus, but somebody is carrying that coronavirus or stranded that coronavirus that could probably put you put your ass on the grass. So, yeah, I agree with that, of course. You shouldn't be partying. It's a fucking pandemic. You People are forgetting uh, the essentials of what's fucking going on right now. That's the thing. If you understand the essentials, you're going to be all right. They don't even... If, you, if everybody understood the essentials, you wouldn't have to mandate shit because you wouldn't want to leave the house anyway. <laughs> Like, I don't want to go to no club right now. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems simple, but a lot of people, a lot of people in this country don't use or lack common sense at the end of the day. So people are going to do what they want to do. But, I mean, I don't, I mean, I see it getting worse before it gets better. We're moving back. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're moving backwards. Uh, well, here we're moving backwards. In terms of the South, like in New York, they're already in phase three. So, yeah. you know, we're we're moving backwards because people continue to not do certain things, not act the right way. Like, I mean, with like, again, the main thing was like the social distancing and having these parties, having concerts with you bunching thousands, wild, yeah. bunching hundreds of thousands of people together. Stupid as fuck. Yeah, like it. Uh, that was concert uh, I seen in um, Florida. It was a bunch. Hey, of- but I, I say this though: they did have Woodstock during the pandemic. People don't realize that. I I, I figured this out the other day. They had Woodstock during the pandemic. During a big fucking pandemic, it was probably bigger than this shit. It wasn't as big as the Spanish flu, but it was like a. It was a, um, I think it was a strain. It was a second strain of eight. It was an original strain of H one N one, or like a. Um, but they had they had a they had a pandemic in I think 68, and they had Woodstock. But I don't think you should be going. And you a dumbass. You go to a fucking con- like why would you do that? You can just fucking chill, bro. Like you can fucking just chill for the next fucking couple months. You got to go to a concert that bad right now. Really? People don't. Like, I mean, people don't care. People don't care, man. <laughs> I mean, people been in the crib for like three months straight, so it's not. Bro, it's uh, you know we party though, bro. We party hard, and like even us, we just like, uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. You know, if they they end up getting sick, then they probably they'll they'll figure out why. They'll figure out why they got sick. But I mean, I've just been looking over the past couple uh, minutes. I'm just looking at different articles and stuff, trying to see a percentage of people that are asymptomatic. And pretty much the common goal—well, the, the common number is around forty to forty-five percent of people are asymptomatic. So, if that if that is true, if that is true, that forty to forty-five people are asymptomatic. 
and never are going to show symptoms, then <laughs> it's pretty much impossible to try to figure out like a a rough estimate of how many people actually have the uh, the have the virus or not at this point. Because that's why I was skeptical about mandates. They said among uh, this article on Medical News Today, they said among more than three thousand prison inmates in four states who tested po uh, positive for the coronavirus, the figure was astronomical, 96% asymptomatic. He, in he emphasizes. I'm going to tell you, though, like, it, this shit, it may be what we're giving the patients. You know, I'm going to probably step on a lot of toes, but I don't give a fuck. But I'm going to tell you this. You know, back in, like, April, May, in the hospital, we these some of these patients were surviving. But it seems like at the end of May and June, once they start doing the remdesivir, you know, remdesivir, they we actually doing that shit in the hospital, dog. You know, that's that's Bill Gates shit or whatever. What's that? Remdesivir. Uh, oh, remember okay. He, he, okay. The drug. Remdesivir. The drug. All right. Yeah, yeah. He came out with like a. I think he came out with a vaccine that they refused because they said, you know, uh, Falky had. They was it was they were trying to expedite the research, but they um. It had like adverse side effects, so they didn't push that. But then they pushed remdesivir, Falky and, and Gates, and we've been giving remdesivir to our patients and proning them and shit and paralyzing them. And like, bro, I was talking to my coworker the other day, like in the hospital, even in, since June. Yeah, we don't, we ain't had like a whole bunch, but it's like the patients that we have, they they not making it, bro. <laughs> they not making it. And I'm starting to realize, I think it's the fucking medicine, dude. Like, it's, this shit, I feel like we're making coronavirus a lot worse. Not we. I feel like some other people are making this shit a lot worse than what it really is. I really do. I think they're making it a lot worse than what it really is. And what I mean by that is, for example, I had a patient, he was on high level. He was on a high level of oxygen uh, before you, you, you uh, get a breathing tube. But Saturday, I was, or Friday, uh, Saturday, 4th of July, I was able to uh, set up FaceTime with his Zoom with his family. He was able to talk to his family, all this and that, whatever, whatever. But how by the time I left last night, he's like paralyzed, intubated. Um, basically, he's going to die. How can you fucking explain that shit, man? How can you explain that shit? This is the what I, this is this is the shit I'm on, bro. I'm getting so mad about this shit, dude. This man literally went from talking to his fucking family on fucking Saturday to like now he he he's he's gonna die. <gasps> like it's fucked up. We doing the same fucking shit to all these patients, man. And they fucking tell me I'm the one that's wrong, but yet they fucking dying, dog. They are all dying now. They didn't die. They all went down at one point, bro. Now they're all done, and I'm seeing the common common thing behind it. This is what I'm saying, bro. This shit, man. I think it's deeper than what me, even me, and you can imagine, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we saw we saw with what Bill Gates was doing with that simulation uh, last year. So, I mean, it looks like they're if this was chess, they're like three, four moves ahead. Of everybody else, you know. Uh, it seems like it. Yeah, that's what it seems like. You know, they they keep talking about the vaccines and stuff. And I, I was saying before on the last episode about how they're 
trying to find melanated people to test the vaccines on, and they already are mm-hmm. in certain mm. in certain areas in the, the world, like South Africa, Brazil. Um, they already are testing vaccines on people. So Brazil has the highest number of uh, colored people on the planet, more than the United States, by the way. Yeah, more black people down there than the United States. I mean, it's obvious. What I mean, and we we talked about why they would be testing on melanated people, but so you're saying you're saying this this rim? How do you pronounce that rim? Desever? Rim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rim, yeah. Rim rim That's the only. Um, that's like the only medicine that that you've seen been given to COVID patients. No, 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 no. That's this. This is the thing. This is this is the thing. This is what people are not realizing. In the hospital, it seems like each month we've had a different way of fighting this shit. <laughs> mm. You see what I'm saying? Like we yeah. had a different. We have we've had different ways of like we've we've test you know nasal swabs and shit, but it's a different way of testing. Like different amounts of time. Like it's nothing that's streamlined. It's every yeah. it's, it's, it's different. It's nothing that's and so it's making me feel like they're like just misinforming everybody. Like, I don't know. It's like they're leaving us to just, yeah. The, like, it's like they would, yeah. The original test, they, uh, they, they stick the Q-tip kind of far up your nose. But when I, yeah, but when I, when I did it, when I did the test, they just swabbed it. You know, they didn't, yeah. they didn't go that far. They just swabbed it several times in each nostril. And, uh, it's rapid now. Yeah. You got it. You got it in like ten minutes, didn't you? Uh nah, dude. I had to wait for like thirty minutes, 30, 45 minutes. It was like a, it's a drive-through. I did the drive-through thing. I drove. Oh, I drove okay. like forty minutes, forty some minutes, because there wasn't no testing around where I'm at. I had to go to like another town to get tested. I just wanted. I don't. I mean, I'm not showing any symptoms or nothing. I just wanted to get tested because I just wanted to see what the process was like. And uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. It's through. It was through Cone Health. So I'm waiting for them. They're gonna send the results on the um, the the app, and they're gonna call me. So sometime this week, I'm supposed to get the results. Yeah, man. Like, I, I just feel like they. You know, at this point, we gotta understand that as a populace, we are the ones being attacked. It's about us. It's about us. It ain't about no mandates. None of that bullshit. Because you got to realize that if we live in a real society, it wouldn't be this confusing. Think about it. If people really cared about us, it wouldn't be this confusing because people would have been doing what the fuck they were supposed to be doing from the start. We literally have whole entities that spend 24-7 researching viruses and how to prevent them. Or so they say. (laughs) So they say. Right. Reality is they're not preventing shit. Because if you really realize that a virus is not an organic compound, it's not an organic uh, organism, then that opens up a whole nother can of worms. <laughs> Got to be created or manipulated in some way. And it, and it can't be through nature. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like it's at this point, it's, it's getting to the point to where uh, like you were saying earlier with uh, division, uh, more like division between the people, like with people that are for vaccines and, you know, the anti-vaxxers. Now it's the people that are for masks and the anti-maskers. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the same, it's the same type of thing going on right now. I mean, I'm looking mm-hmm. at, I'm, I mean, I'm on, I'm on my timeline. I'm seeing uh, 
CNN, they just tweeted, refusing to wear a mask. A face mask during the COVID-19 pandemic should be as socially unacceptable as drunk driving or driving without using a seatbelt, a, a UK science official says. And in the comments, it's just, well, the replies, it's just some people saying they agree, some people don't agree. But there's not like one majority, you know, there's not a majority rule with it. So, I mean, and, but they, when I'm fucking, did, did something happen? Did we go into another realm? Like, what the fuck happened? Like, people didn't just forget about how the who, literally, whole motherfucking directors of the who got in trouble for recanting statements on contact time for coronavirus. That shit wasn't even three weeks ago. Like, it wasn't even three weeks ago. Somebody from a director from the Who came out and said, "Is you can't get COVID nineteen from services." Yeah. But then we we all know that's a lie. I had to come out a day later and, and actually yeah. got reprimanded. Like that's the shit I'm talking about. They were just saying we already know. Yeah, they were just like you know they were just guesstimating. But, you know, I, but these but well yeah these aren't regular Joes though. That's what I'm that's what I'm they, that's what I'm trying to say. These aren't regular Joes. These are MDs. I mean, these are people that. I look at it like, man, I, I think with the, these these officials and these organizations, to an extent, it gets to a level to where, um, you know, the higher level people understand what's going on, but they don't tell those people that come and speak to the general public. So they're really mm-hmm. just the general, the people that speak to the general public are just a punching bag. They don't, mm-hmm. they got to just go out there and just, they just got to go out there and just say something to. I, I mean, agree with to, that. They guesstimate. That's I feel like just like that Dr. Fossey dude. Like he just guess. I feel like he just guessing on a lot of shit, or he knows what's going on, and they're telling him to just keep throwing people off. Like you know, just keep. I agree with that. I agree with that more than anything else. I agree with that uh, second statement. Yeah. I think I think they know, and this is this is this is why I think that they don't give a fuck about misinforming us because I think they already know. <laughs> They're good. They're protected. They already know the cure. In actuality, this shit is, it ain't that it's weak. It's just, it's very, very, uh, it's, I think it's a couple of different strains, but the original strain is very, very contagious. Very, very contagious. Um, but not necessarily deadly. But I think that the shit that's out here now, it's the same shit, but I think Man, there's something with these MDs and with, with, with who is telling them how to go about rehabilitating, uh, treating these patients. Because now I'm starting to see that in March, um, May and April, April, May and, and early June, no, April and May, it wasn't, I mean, it was people coming in, it was four or five, we probably would have four or five out of 15 beds of COVID on one half of the unit. And, um, you know, Probably out of five of them, three would live. Okay, fair. But I swear, man, like, June hit, and it's like mandates, and now we're going going from, ah, man, phase two to phase one. Like, it's getting weird. Now it's like same shit, but different treatment. We treat these patients different than how we treated them before. Doing different shit, but now, not any of it, none of these patients are, are like. I'm, if it's five patients, it's one out of five now. Well, I, I was gonna ask uh, 
do you think the mortality rate is actually going up? Because like I, I see obviously the number of cases are going up because more people are getting tested, but I don't think the mortality rate is increasing. I don't think the mortality rate is is increasing. That's that I agree with that. But what I think is happening is they're exacerbating the mortality rate because we I don't think we really said before we were doing something I, right and fucking I mean, made. I mean, yeah. If, I mean, if you, if all these people are if there's all these people that's asymptomatic, and if I if I if I get this test back and it says it's positive, then that means I'm asymptomatic too. So if if I've been carrying it this long. From say how long? Okay, do you know how long uh, it's supposed to stick with somebody? Like, if you have it, how long does it take for you to get over it to recover? I'm seeing people talk about weeks, like the strain where you're sick and you know you got that shit, dog. Like I'm for real. Like I'm mine. This shit ain't no joke. Whatever this shit is, ain't no joke. I'll say that. Um, I'm talking about people that I had a coworker that had it. She was out twenty four days. Like, she was sick for 24 days. And then when she came back to work, she said it still feels like somebody, it still feels like it's hard to breathe. Like, it's still, like... And, like, if you under, if you understand this COVID shit, like I said, I think it's different strains because I had patients that get this shit and, you know, they would recover within, like, two weeks or whatever. Yeah. But we have patients that get this shit and, like, they are just slowly decompensating for, like, a month. And they would die a month, a month and a half or whatever, a month, two, three, three weeks in, four weeks in. Well, see, that okay, so if you do have it, there is going to be a period to where you get sick. That's what you're saying? I don't know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Because some people are saying they got it. Some people are saying they got it and, you know, that it's very mild. And I think that's what's really, I think, well, I think, that, yeah, I think there's levels. Yeah, I feel like there's levels. Well, okay. And I think that there's. With the difference. I, I think that. Okay, yeah, you, you go. I think that, you know, even though they changed the definition of cases, it probably was an increase in cases because it was more testing. And it probably was more an increase in transmission. But I think what happened with this opening up and still socially distancing or whatever is um, it basically the immunity has increased. Like the immunity is, we already been exposed to this shit, but we just getting more and more exposed to it. But the immunity is increased. Immunity is increased on on a, on a uh, national level, I guess. Um, yeah. So that means basically that means that you can still get infected by it, but you can either be asymptomatic or just have a mild, have a mild form of it. So yeah, the cases might have went up, but it's less hospitalizations, less deaths pertaining to COVID. I'm thinking the deaths now are pertaining to how we treating the patients. Honestly. Yeah. I'm thinking it's just that remdesivir. I'm seeing that remdesivir as. I'm seeing that remdesivir as the lead, as the common denominator here lately. We started giving that to our patients in like June, early June, late May, and now I'm seeing the survival rate. If survival rate, if we was to have five patients, it'd be one out of five versus three to four out of five, or three, I'll say three out of five in um in May. That's what I'm saying. We got to we got to stop pointing the finger at each other for not wearing on face covering or not. What we need to do is sit the fuck down and point the fingers at our governors and our and our and our our president and senators and the who and CDC and this is who we need to be focused on, not the common man, not the man that's just living his life without a mask, who who feels like he's protecting himself because he doesn't 
he doesn't want to, you know, basically create a whole other net to pick up anything else in society. Like that's not the problem. Like you gotta, we gotta, ju- we gotta understand each, each side basically and understand that. Like, nah, nigga, they're trying to put us against each other. <laughs> they're trying to put us against each other because they're not. It's them. They're the fucking problem. They're not doing. They're the ones that misinformed us. Didn't do their job. You gotta. You can't forget. We paying them to protect us, and yet this shit is going like it's going. That's a problem. That's the, that's the problem I have. It's the economics behind it. It's the timing behind it. It's not. It's the uh, the strictness, the strictness behind it, without any really valid research, and that made me conclude the fact that you know the, the ultimate card that they're about to try to pull is put the put the citizens against each other and create allow public shaming. Public shaming is like going to be their big way to kind of be, allow this to kind of go under the rug and shit. But I'm trying to say fuck that. No, it ain't about public shame. It's about us pointing the fingers to the ones who are supposed to be protecting us, who we paid through our taxes. <laughs> That's who it's about. Like, because they've already been on record on misinforming us on what we need to do. Yet, this is not nothing new. This shit didn't come from a whole other planet. This shit has already been on this planet. Like, somebody's already been doing research on coronavirus. It was already on Lysol bottles before this shit popped off. Yeah. So... You know, it's already known. This is what this is what I'm saying. When they start mandating shit, it, what it is, that's a that's a tag, that's a that's a play in a playbook. It's an old play in the playbook that they're trying to because what they ultimately what they're trying to do is put the citizen uh, basically it's a, it's a distraction, basically. It's it's a it's a distractor. Like that's what's so confusing to me is because they already told you that the face coverings don't fucking work and the masks don't work. They already came out and said that. So why are they saying it now? It's because now I think I think what we did with phase two, phase two was actually getting rid of this shit way before the election. And then we were going to go into phase three and phase four. Like, it was going to be over by, by fucking August. I promise you, by August, it would have probably been like the flu. By the end of the year, coronavirus would have been, I mean, it would have been like the cold by August. And then by the end of the year, it would be gone, bro. Gone. It's still going to be probably gone by, the, by this time next year. Still going to probably be non-existent by this time next year. Um, but that's what I, that's how, that's what I am thinking. That's I was thinking like, maybe, maybe we're in the actuality, we really was fighting this shit out. Cause I mean, we didn't really, we would probably have like three or four coronavirus patients, you know, at a time, not the lowest number, but not the highest number, but it seemed like we was heading in the direction where we was getting that shit, you know, getting them out of there or whatever. More so the more, most of the patients that we were taking care of was like, those who didn't get medical treatment because they've been in the house or whatever, which is understandable. That's understandable. But now it's like, I know when I go back uh, Thursday, I go back Thursday, we probably don't, we're going to probably have about 10, 10, 11. And what it's going to be, oh, motherfuckers ain't wearing their masks. Give them, nah, it ain't that. Nigga. You, you wearing the mask, you can give it to me. Like, you can easily say that. Like, these people wearing the masks is giving it to everybody else. That's what you can get. Like it can it can go on both sides. Yeah. And that's the that's, that's, that's the point. They wanted to they wanted to they want to put us against each other. Cause literally easily I can say, well, no, the mask is what's called like it's not about that. That's the that's bigger than that. It's bigger than the face coverings and the masks. It's bigger than all that shit. It, it is. Because what's being missed is hell. 
Nobody's come out and tell how we got how fast we get rid of we got rid of H one N one faster than this shit. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think so. Why, what the fuck is going on with this shit, bro? Like, I mean, even when when I'm at work and I'm seeing people that don't have no ten four hat like me, even starting to question this shit, that's when I start to realize, oh yeah, it's something going on, bro. I had literal co coworkers that are about the books, bro. Like, you can't tell them the motherfucking shit. The sky could be yellow, and they'll still think it's blue. That type of shit. Nah, these motherfuckers saying, man, I don't know. It's it's weird. Something weird going on. And that made me realize that's the point behind all this shit. Because so many people been so fucking sleep. They got to put us through so much pain, I guess, for these people to fucking wake up to realize what the fuck we've been doing the last 2,000 years. Let them let alone the last 200. That's why, I mean, it's, it's hurt. It hurts, bro. It hurts. You know it hurts. You know, this this pain hurts, man. Because you know, like, I feel like we can really fix all this shit within a, within a month. But and we ain't quite there yet. So, you know, got to deal with this pain, man. But. True. Well, I think. I think. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I think. Um, I think we we I think we covered a lot this episode, and I feel like this would be a good point, a, a good stopping point for this episode. Because um, I mean, we could. I mean, we can go on and on about this, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, next one, next time we record, there will be some more updates about it and stuff, and um. Yeah, it's just gonna keep going for how long? I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe we can turn things around here within a month or two, but we'll see. But um, all I know is I know everybody getting tired. Yeah, it don't matter if you what you what you believe in or what you agree with. We all getting tired. Yeah. Um. And and closing, is there like anything else that you wanted to mention? Really, the only thing, you know, I just, I want people to understand that, you know, we all hit down here together fighting this shit. I can get this shit. My family can get this. Anybody else can get this, you know? Um, And you, at this point, we got to really bend our mind around what's right and what's wrong. Six months for a pandemic in 2020 with, with good sanitation and good, good, um, Medication, get medicine, um, get health care. Six months for a pandemic doesn't even make sense in 2020. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, in closing for me, I'll just say that if you're going out in the public, whereas, like, you know, just going out walking, um, going to a park or something like that. Even though they say it's mandatory to wear a mask, you don't have to wear a mask. Honestly, you can just, you know, don't, you know, don't let that get to you. Don't let that allow that fear to eat away at you. Now, I mean, if you're going into like a store, it's up to you at that. I mean, it's up to you at that point. If you feel secure enough, if you feel good enough about it, it's up to you at that point because like we've discussed, the masks aren't um, 
aren't going to save you at the end of the day. I mean, they potentially they could prevent, but at the end of the day, they can. It's like a condom. At the end of the day, it's not necessary. It's not, but it's not as it's not as proven as a condom is. You know, it's not as proven protection as a condom. It's just something to have covering you. You know, to to make you feel safe. But at the end of the day, we, we don't know if the, if it, if that's going to help or not. At the end of the day, because you could still be a carrier wearing the mask and. I mean, you when you go in there, you touching your mask, and then you touching something. If you ain't got no gloves on, ninety nine percent of the people ain't got no fucking gloves on. So you just touching shit, and you spreading it that way. So, I mean, it's, the choice is yours. But I mean, if you out in the general public outside and shit, I wouldn't wear a mask, man. It's, I mean, I don't think I think it'd be fine. But going into a store, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, I know where I'm at. They they attempt and enforce it like all the grocery stores and in my area. But um, I know this. Let me. Let me I want to interject. I want to interject real quick. I'll say if you got any symptoms, put them up. Put a mask on. And not only that, you need to really minimize how much you even leave your house. Yeah. I mean, for real. Like, it's got to be serious. Like, you need to. It's got to be serious. They got contactless delivery. Where you can call them and they'll drop any, they'll drop groceries at your doorstep, food at your doorstep, and walk away. Yep. I, I mean, it's all kinds of shit you can use right now. Yep. That's what I, I mean, that's what I was using earlier, like last month. See, I, but I was doing Whole Foods, which I mean, that, that shit's kind of expensive, but I mean, there, you can do it with any uh, grocery chain. There's different apps and stuff. So, yeah, definitely if, if you feel sick, definitely go get tested. For sure. And, um, you know, again, the tests aren't 100% accurate, but, I mean, I, I think it's better to know than to not to know at the end of the day. I mean, it's up to you to believe it or not. I mean, shit, if you start feeling sick, then that should be good enough proof right there for you. But, um, yeah, just uh, just remember to practice social distancing and not, you know, not doing no dumb shit right now. You know, because that's just going to keep the spike going. Such a well, that's what the media would say is you know because of the party and this shit and people going out and shit that that's going to keep the I spike that, going. Bro. That I mean that that they they write about that. Yeah. They write about like you, just, you need to be socially distant. What the fuck you? It's a pandemic. Why the fuck do you need to go to a party right now? A concert. We under a goddamn national emergency still. Why do you need to go to a concert? That's all I want to say. True, true. Yeah, I don't think... I think it's pretty stupid, honestly. I mean, I think it's pretty... Um, I think it's. I think it is It's selfish in a sense as well because you could be out there bunched up with a bunch of people and somebody has it and boom, spread it like wildfire. You go home, spread it to your people and there you go. You know, somebody could end up dying from it and then whose fault is that? You ain't got nobody to blame but yourself at the end of the day. So if you don't want something like that eating away at you, put that, keep that in the back of your mind. You know, I've, I've had three, I've had three patients, three patients, parents who uh, got it from their kids because they went to parties and came back and gave it to their parents, and two of them died so far. Well, there you go. I mean, shit is real. Shit is real. You know, so. Definitely, I mean, it's not even like funny or nothing, but definitely keep that in mind, though. 
Um, it's serious. Yeah, because having that eat away at your, your conscience, like, yeah, that might be worse than having the, the virus itself. But um, as always, if you enjoyed this content, if you like what we uh, talked about, you know, if you, you, you mess with the message that we have, um, give us a follow, you know, follow us on our, our SoundCloud. The SoundCloud is Divine Council Podcast. Also, we have a, a Twitter account uh, that's at Podcast Divine. Uh, the podcast is available pretty much anywhere. Streaming is available. Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many others. Um, if you also, if you could, if you're listening on, on like Apple Podcasts, it would be a good thing if you could uh, leave us a review because that helps with visibility for sure. And uh, yeah, True. at the end of the day, um, you know, we're just going to continue to bring, you know, continue to bring the information we think that needs to be put into the forefront. And also, you know, we'll, we'll dibble and dabble into, into the silly shit a little bit too here and there, but more, more so focused on like the serious stuff for sure. But, um, as always, I, I like to leave the listeners with uh, a quote, and this quote is going to be about strength. And this quote is from Michael J. Fox. The quote is, one's dignity may be assaulted, vandalized, and cruelly mocked, but it can never be taken away unless it is surrendered. Until next time, peace.